Before we start today's show, the folks behind Another Eden, The Cat Beyond Time and Space, the JRPG on phones and on Steam, which is free, by the way, wanted to let you know about their big crossover event with Chrono Cross, everybody. It's still exciting to talk about Chrono Cross in 2021. Before, when we talked about Another Eden, we talked about like, oh, there's some fun nods to Chrono Cross in there, which Masato Kato worked on 20 years ago. So they have a character in the background that kind of looks like Mojo, but now it is all in on Chrono Cross with this event, which is called Complex Dream. So we have Surge, we have Kid, we have Harley, we have Starkey in there. Everybody's welcome, apparently. It is such a delight to see Chrono Cross back in action. You would never think that it would happen, but here we go. Chrono Cross, everybody. So if you're nostalgic about Chrono Cross, you should at least look up a trailer for this just to see those characters in action again. It's wild. So you can jump in and play this content for hours, and it is all free. The game is called Another Eden, and the Chrono Cross crossover event is called Complex Dream. If you're interested in checking this out, you can go to bit.ly slash minmaxae. There's a link below in the description for you. Hope you enjoy, everybody. On with the show. everybody, and welcome to a big episode of the MinMax Show podcast, a place about games, friends, and getting better. I'm Ben Hansen, joined by the full crew, Leo Vader. Woo! Kyle Hilliard. Whoa! Janet Garcia. Hey! Sarah Podzorski. Wow! And <laughs> Jeff Markia Fava. I'm ready for some flawless podcasting. Here we go, everybody. It's so nice to have you all here. I'm very much looking forward to this. This is the MinMax Awards, everybody. We are running through categories on this very special episode of the podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you for being here. You can subscribe to the podcast version for free on your favorite podcast app. Just look for the MinMax show because uh, this might be a long one, everybody. So so buckle up because we get a lot of things to get through, a lot of categories to get through. Then, just a heads up, in case you're curious, we're doing our big Game of the Year debates for the next two episodes of the podcast after this one. So this one is just all about these special categories that we've whittled down over time to be the finest in the land. We'll all be throwing things on there, and then debating it, and then only two win. One with the maximum honors, one with the minimum honors. So that's that's what's going on here. Now, Leo, we have some categories here. Would you agree that's fair to say. And we've never met, is that right? Yep. Okay, here we go. The categories are best thing, dumbest thing, interesting additions from everybody already, biggest news, <laughs> okay, uh, the game we all agree is probably good, but we didn't play, is what that says, I'll zoom out for that one, uh, best character, boy, people have been adding stuff already, Hey, who's adding genuine... Stop adding stuff! Delete that! You're spoiling where we're gonna go! Uh, and then, of course, <laughs> we end things with the greatest work of art of all time. Kyle, you're adding real entries that are totally I... up for debate. Well, I know, but we're gonna... It's not like this thing is gonna... You're gonna delete things off of it. I just... I was mostly taking notes for myself. I thought that was... I thought I was allowed to do that. His I'm strategy sorry. is he puts it in early and we get right. so attached to it. It's like, oh, we can't imagine yeah. cutting that. I've right. been seeing it for hours. What are you... Leo... Shut up. Diabolical. <laughs> all this trick in the book. Uh, on that note, we're all making a pact not to get pissy with each other, right? Uh, handshake pact, no matter how this goes. Yeah, Leo's oh, right. Okay, so it's. I think it's hand in. Okay, hand in, Hands everybody. In. Don't get pissy no matter what. Everybody in the comments, 
Don't get pissy. We're we're fallible. All right, on the count of three. One, two, three. No pissy. No, no pissy. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, last year, speaking of pissy, <laughs> a lot of people were angry about the best moments category uh, because we dodged around spoilers. And then some people were angry that we even tiptoed towards spoilers. So here's what we're doing this year for everybody for the I'll best the moment that we're going to cut the spoiler in half. <laughs> no, we are going to do. Uh, if we need to, we will go in a spoiler zone for best moment and we will keep all spoilers within that restricted airspace. Nothing's going to bleed out in any way. And then we're going to be very clear with the timestamps for everybody what those time codes are for exactly when those spoilers are happening for that. But it's not going to be a situation where then we'll be calling back and spoiling things again. So if you want to dodge stuff, you can. Thanks to the time codes below. And that's for best moment coming up a little bit later. Is that about it? Everybody ready to jump into this sucker? Sure. All right. mm-hmm. I figure we should start sure. with something like uplifting and fun, which is best thing. The best thing from 2021 in the world of games. This could be anything. It's a creative category. It could be Sarah. Um, it could be. You as- just deleted me off the best <laughs> things list. Oh, weird how that happened. Uh, it's not Jeff Holmes, Mike. Uh, by the way, yeah, if you were listening to the podcast version of this, uh, the video version has kind of a, a Google Doc that you can see on screen. So if you're looking for a, a visual accompaniment, you can check out the YouTube version. Um, but we'll try and read everything off for you. So, okay, here we go. Best thing, Kyle. Is that a real suggestion? Is Resident Evil Four VR? Um, yeah, it is because to a certain. <laughs> Partly because I don't really know exactly where to put it, but I adore it so much. It's it's not a new game. It's an old game, but it's an adaptation that's freaking great. I love it. Uh, I was yeah. trying to even think of like a specific moment. I was like seeing this part of Resident Evil 4 in VR, but it's right, like right. it's the whole experience that I adore so much. But if much. we just give a game best thing, then it's the game of the year, right? That's what that means. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Well, but it's like... Yeah, I think the it, thing you're looking a, for is the two tens <laughs> list. Kyle. Yeah, I think if you're that but passionate it eligible? about it... I think so. You sure, know, the yeah. more we talk about it, it's just yeah. like, if someone's really passionate about right. it, I think it should be eligible. So, okay. all right, so let's replace it. Yes. Get that. Uh, Honestly, like, yeah, I know, I'm, I feel like I'm already like, oh, what? I'm already backing off of my selection, but it's fine. I just, <laughs> it was almost like, let's. Really I, I want to know if it, if it should belong on the larger list or not. But No, yeah. Sarah, was that your dog going nuts in honor of you being added to the list? Okay. But yeah, he's, Poggers thinks that he should be on the best things list, and he's upset that he's not. Okay, we'll get we'll get Poggers on here somewhere. Who can say? Uh, all right, let's go for Leo. What do you think is the best thing for twenty twenty one? Speaking of things, I don't know where they're going to land on a list. Bio Mutant. I feel like the <laughs> character creator. If there's one thing I'm going to remember from that oh. game, I feel like the character creator was a blast. That's such a That's weird choice. What what stood out about it? I never even started that game. It's really interesting the way you morph your shape because you're not just like making a humanoid with clothes or whatever. You're just making the shape of this little rodent you're going to be playing the game as. And just the robustness of how different they can look. Just any color, any shape. I thought it was fun. And I don't, again, it's fun. it'll probably be the only mention Biomutant gets. So that's what I was made uh, yeah. think of it. Leo, it's funny because when we talked about Biomutant, years ago i assume one of the things you asked hansen is like what is the legacy of this game and i was oh, my right. answer at the time was i think it will be people sharing their created character and it won't go much further beyond that so yeah. i think that's interesting Leo. it's like a healthier version of kind of the spore character creator less phallic overall yeah. okay i like it janet you got a you got a thought on best thing 
Um, it might be recency bias, but I feel like, and I don't know if best thing's supposed to be like best in-game thing, but uh, Vodeo Games today became the first uh, video game studio to, in North America to be unionized. I think that's pretty dope. I, I, was, their game. Uh, I thought that was interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the fact that it was the first. I was like, that can't possibly be it. Of all the studios. Everyone was saying, they're like, there's no way. It, yeah. There are places in the world that are... United Game Studios, but not North America. Really? That's interesting. All right. Oh, today. Might be a best news thing. Yeah. Mm, big, uh, at all, well, let's see. Other things that happened. Um, Chicory got ported to Switch today also. Again, recency bias. I think that's <laughs> Sarah, this is the full year, not best thing Boo. of today. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I appreciate it, but maybe not making, not hanging with some of the competition for best thing overall. Jeff, what do you think? What, what would you throw on here for all throwing yeah, uh, one? I would like to submit the grappling hook from Halo Infinite. Now, as it is also the best thing about Halo Infinite. The question is grapple hook or grappling hook? What do you call this thing? Grapple shot. Grapple shot. One word? Grapple shot. Right, I'll Google it. I think that's right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Didn't I write that down and then you deleted it, Hanson? I did because I wanted to. I wanted to add it to the list. I didn't want to start with the pre-built list. You know how that that's thing fine. goes. Yeah. So grapple shot one word. Okay. That's, that's the official name. Love it. Uh, Poggers, do you got a suggestion? Poggers says when they announced the acquisition, Moon Sonic the Hedgehog cologne. <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay. And... I thought I was going to say the doorbell in twelve minutes. The Amazon man. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Has anyone smelled it though? I mean, no, but it's supposed to smell... Sonic is supposed to smell like lemon citrus, which I don't know how... In the ocean. I don't really see it. Did they really describe <laughs> it I that way? Hmm? They described it as, like, lemon citrus? Yeah, lemon citrus and the fresh ocean breeze. But for me, I feel like Sonic would smell like grass, personally, like, because he rolls in it all yeah. day. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I freshly cut grass... It's a chili dog scent. I, I would think really so. Like a chili dog for there. No yeah. one wants to smell like that. Uh, okay... <laughs> I have a stupid list of uh, maybe weird deep cuts. Um, let's just throw a deep cut on there. Duncan Jones, director of Moon and Warcraft, uh, when he released his full script for Full Throttle, uh, for a Full Throttle adaptation. Um, could I could I get an amen, Fava? I technically remember that. I'll give okay. You that. All right. That's all I ask. He just blasts out I'm there like, moving. hey, I really want to make a full throttle movie. Here is the full script. I've had it. Uh, Leo? Yeah. Uh, Chivalry 2 had one of the best patch notes ever, which is now when both of your arms are cut off, you can do a headbutt move to continue attacking. Because <laughs> in that game, you all survive right. for like five to ten seconds after you get a limb cut off. And mm-hmm. only if both of your arms are cut off, you get a new move <laughs> that you can only use then. That's good. That's, That's good. fun. Uh, anybody, how about anybody can just type it in and kind of explain it as you're going here so I don't have to go around the horn constantly oh Sarah is this you what yeah explain please all the squid games that popped up on Roblox and it became a little mini phenomenon and then Netflix said okay we'll stop taking them down legally right, right. Yeah. <laughs> now you and Leo streamed it I think it was you two right uh, mm-hmm. were, were they actually fun Okay. Yeah, I mean, right. it, it's called it Squid Games, so it was interesting. Yeah, made okay. by children. What do you expect? All right, that's solid. As with most things in Roblox, I was staggered by the production value of it. I thought it was very cool, and there are a bunch of different versions with different, with different, you know, things strengths. 
But right. for me, it's hard just because I also discovered Roblox Outlast or this same year, which I think is oh. a much stronger, mm. similar thing within Roblox. Right, right. Um, I'm going to throw it on. Uh, the Dimension System in Fantasian, which some of you might be saying, that is pure nonsense. This <laughs> is the game uh, from the creator of Final Fantasy, Sakaguchi, that Apple Arcade exclusive, uh, where in it, it's... Random battles, which can be very annoying in JRPGs, right? But the whole idea with this one is you can turn on this n- dimension system so it saves up all of your random battles. So it just, like, gets added to this stockpile, and then you can choose to pop that and go through all those battles whenever you want. So you could run through an entire dungeon, and it just is like, blink, 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 like, queuing up all these battles, and then you can just grind the night away whenever you want to pop that so you're not constantly being annoyed. It's like, the fact that it's the year 2021, and it's the first time that a really elegant solution to random battles and JRPGs have come up. It's like, oh, this is the perfect way to go. So, Subtle nod to Fantasian, everybody. Uh, Sarah, did you add something? Or is that Janet? That was not me. me. Uh, It could have been anyone, though, but it was me. (laughs) Uh, Have you on Paradise? I mean, we were like, where's the content? Where's the... And Brewster, and now all the Animal Crossing stuff. Like... It did have a little bit of a gray cloud of, yeah, there's no more. But I feel like the fact that we got anything was really shocking. Um, And I don't think anyone was expecting it to be as robust of an update as it was. Yeah. Would you, uh, not to tip our hands, but would either of you or anybody here consider that for the top 10 games of the year list? It's on mine. Okay. I mean, should we just save it for that? Oh my god. You're just removing I, things I from the list to put on other lists. I wouldn't put it on okay, top because it's not even a new game. It's not even an ongoing game properly. It's not right, like right, Fortnite, right. other like Final Fantasy. Like those are true ongoing games. Animal Crossing is just a game from last year that got a really nice update. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. This is probably I, the best I spot for really, it. as someone who does not enjoy or play Animal Crossing, I really like that just because of the sort of uh like explosion that happened when they announced it you know like almost more related to the announcement than the actual mm-hmm. content of it yeah it's like everyone was like oh my god there's so much here I can't, this feels like a like a new game and that was fun to sort of witness everyone sort of lose their mind over yeah mm-hmm. i love it jeff i'm gonna throw one on dude uh, is it no. the sound of babies crying that's that's you guys can hear that <laughs> oh big time <laughs> oh big time <laughs> He's freaking out right now. Yeah. Oh, good. You know, we all agreed not to be upset, but everyone else on the background of our yeah, videos. Poggers, children, really they didn't sign that contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> um, here's, here's one for uh, best thing. Uh, very specific thing, believe it or not. Uh, the signs in Death's Door. Because it can do mm. that thing where it's like Ocarina of Time where you can slice a sign with your sword and then it slices the sign. Mm-hmm. But the beautiful thing then is you read the sign after and the text box is slashed and sliced and chopped up the exact same way that the real sign is. It's just a beautiful little thing. I do. Yeah, I love that. I do like that Thank a lot. You. Thank you. Um, Revengeance technology. Exactly. Exactly. Anybody throw one on. Jump in, please. Um, the invasion system in um, Deathloop. Obviously not the first game to have an invasion system, but I think a lot of that first week and the pre-release was interesting, too, since only like content creators and journalists had it. So it was like everyone knowing that like you're killing someone else in the industry. I think that was a vibe. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, I think it led to a lot of it it was a fun conversation that was, I think, unique to that game uh, that not a lot of games can have. Yeah, I think that's a great one for sure. For sure. Um, I'm going to go with, um, believe it or not, a very specific thing. Um, collecting big figments in Psychonauts 2. 
Like, collectibles in platformers, sure, dime a dozen, you've done it a lot. There's a lot of things to collect in Psychonauts 2. They're called figments, and you know, they're kind of like the see-through kind of artist artistic drawing and all that stuff. Um, but there's something so satisfying about collecting a figment. I remember one was like a ship, and it's like the size of a ship. Like, having a collectible in a platformer that is seven times the size of you, and just have it go pop, surprisingly satisfying. It's a very good thing. Uh, let's see, Jeffem, is this you with the gas station simulator? Yes. Okay. No. That's absolutely <laughs> who it is. You have the floor, Sarah. What is this? Well, you know, if you get to talk about cutting signs in a video game, Hell I yeah. would like to talk about scanning items and putting them into a little grocery bag for somebody in Gas Station Simulator. Individually, grabbing my little items, beep, into the bag. Yeah. Beep, into the bag. Yeah, that is satisfying. If you, you want more? Beep. <laughs> if you like that, Sarah, boy, do I have the career for you. <laughs> we desperately need workers. Uh, let's see. I'm going to throw another one in there. Um, I think, uh, EA's transparency with the Dead Space remake, I think, would be up there. The idea that they announced it so early and that also they were comfortable showing super, super early prototype footage with a bunch of disclaimers. And the fact that we're at that level with the internet now where they understand that this game is in development and a company like EA is not scared of it and they're showing extremely work in product progress, basically prototype stuff, I thought was awesome. Yes, Sarah? <laughs> yeah? What? I mean, like, how did you know that was me? <laughs> I guess it could have been anybody. How did you know that was me? Yeah. Um, they released them. I don't know if it's a DLC, but uh, Minecraft and Sega released the Minecraft Sonic DLC, where you could mm-hmm. run through some early Sonic levels as Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Amy, and Shadow, and it also had a Chow Garden that you could go to, and you could actually collect and raise Chows in it, which is more than what we've got in most Sonic games. Solid. Yeah. That's a good point. Because all you want is Chow Gardens and they've refused. Yeah. Got it. And they refuse. Yeah. How about um, Sora and Smash? That was fun. I think that was on my news one. That was I, biggest news. I think yeah, I'm saving that for later news. too. Yeah. 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 Uh, someone wants to pick this up. Someone typed one out. I, that was me. I took it away. It wasn't me, but I agree with it. No, it it was me. Uh, yeah, in unpacking, where you're basically just you're unpacking a person's all their boxes and trying to figure out where to put everything, and it, it's a great feeling when you're like filling up a drawer, like you have a certain item or like books on a shelf or something, and you're running out of space and running out of space, and you pick like the last one and you put it in perfectly, and then like the box just collapses, and it's like okay, that's perfect. The, the flip side of that would be when it's like I have one extra bundle of underwear and I have no like like why do you have one more extra underwear than you can fit in a drawer? But, <laughs> so you just put it by the bed works continuously. Out. Yeah, I love it. Sarah, bold, bold, big one for you here. Sorry, I just stole this from the chat. But the Xbox, <laughs> I stole this from chat, but they were right. But the Xbox Game Pass on PC that I've been paying for monthly, yeah, literally best thing to ever happen to me. <laughs> I played Forza, I played Halo, and I didn't have to pay for the entire game. For that thing specifically. Yeah, I hear it. It's one of those that's like... It literally, that- it saved me so much money as somebody who has to stream video games five days a week. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's life one of those... Lifesaver, absolute lifesaver. Yeah. What's that, Janet? That's pretty good. Yeah. I, was just, I was just echoing like chat, because Aaron T in the chat saying Game Pass has been pretty great this year. I it do think it's good all the time, but I think this year it really hit a stride, especially with... <laughs> You know, Xbox notorious for like not having first party stuff, but like 
Halo like that. It, you know, it doesn't happen often, but in Forza, like they don't have a lot of first party stuff to even like do the day and date thing in a big deal way. But this year they really did have that alongside all of the other amazing stuff that they have. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, here. What about um, in Ratchet and Clank? Rift Apart, lest we forget. Um, the Bears. The fact that they named her Rivet as the female version of Ratchet, I think is one of the Hall of Fame game names. I think it's so beautiful and so perfect. Better than Ratchet? It is, and I know that that was the working title for a long time, but I'm really happy they went with Rivet. I think it's brilliant. Uh, what about uh, the Doom music as a horn? In Forza Horizon 5. That's good. I like the Microsoft Teams alert as a whole. Yeah, that, <laughs> so that gross. struck me through my soul. <laughs> Pure evil. Uh, obviously, we got the Doka V trailer. Um, we all remember where we were. It was like when Kennedy was shot. Oh. Oh, Janet. Oh, good. Uh-huh. This I actually don't think is going to make it for like the number one, but I do think racing in the dinosaur costumes... In Riders Republic, mm. which I'm fairly like as well. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. Like that's probably to me some of the best moments of that game are just seeing a hundred dinosaurs biking down a mountainside. Like <laughs> I was like, can games be art? This is the answer. <laughs> uh, There's some good wobble physics on those outfits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about um, publishers setting ex? Well, hang on. Trying to set expectations for their upcoming showcases and presentations you know when they say like hey state of play coming up don't expect any god of war or psvr 2 news everybody like just being very clear just to try and cool the internet down so they don't lose their freaking minds like example for this morning not having Is that a best song thing stuff. or a sad thing it's it's hmm. a little sad and it's also like if if they were gonna set expectations correctly they could be like Hey, guess what, everybody? You probably don't have to watch this. Ha <laughs> ha! Well, because there have been some different. where it's like, okay, we won't show the new, th- like the big thing that you want to see, but then it's like ten little things that no one was excited for. So you're saying this should I don't be, know. It should be a binary thing of just when publishers announce a showcase or a presentation or a direct, they should say must see or give us a scale of must see versus you know. For example, Nintendo is this NBC showcase. Thursday nights, or is this like Wednesday afternoon NBC? Right, or is this like yeah. TBS at four PM the on a NBC Saturday? Scale is a lot more meaningful to some of us here than others, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm I, I'm going to go out and say that's not the best thing because mm-hmm. it's so debatable on whether or not it's even good. Okay, but I okay. think the expectations um, they can be nice, and they certainly make like the job of like let's predict things easier, and you know, for you to get things right, but. It's like this weird situation of also hyper reading everything that they write because they are more transparent. So I'm like, they said mostly it, Webster's defines right, mostly right, as right. mainly, yeah. but not exclusive to. And I mean, I'm that guy by trade because it's my job to be, but right. I also hate myself. So it's like, okay. you know, it's like ugh, weird mixed bag here. Yeah. Uh, oh, hello. Hello. Happy meal. Hello? Remember when we all got Happy Meals so we could get Pokemon cards? Or is that just me? No, I think that was just you. But it That sounds... made me feel like a kid again. Like, okay. eating my McDonald's Happy Meal toy, trying to see what Pokemon cards I was going to get out of it. I didn't get any good ones, but it was fun for a little bit. 
Okay. All right. I like it. And then hash slash Pokemon Oreos. Yeah. Oh, that was God. cool, right? <laughs> um, let's see. I'll throw on there when they released that Goldeneye XBLA version. Remember when that just got leaked out there? Like, hey, you can just play this version of Goldeneye that wasn't officially yeah. signed off for release. But here it is, everybody. Have at it if you want to put a build on your 360. Uh, I thought that was fun. I thought that was a neat thing that happened this year. Uh, I like the uh, the rot hats in Kenna, Bridge of Those Spirits. Uh, small detail, but really went a long way. I liked uh, calling your parents for tips in Chicory. I loved that. Uh, which is nice because uh, the way it works, Kyle. Have you started Chicory yet, by the way, Kyle? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, good. I, I called the parent. Good. Yeah. So the idea is your mom picks up and will give you a hint. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your dad is always slowly encroaching. Like, just give me the phone. I'll tell you exactly what to do. And so like, that's like your next level of hint. If you want it is the dad. Just be like, just give me that phone. I'll tell you. Uh, it's a very fun way to, to have a two layer hint system. Uh, any other suggestions for best thing this year? Okay. All right. So right That's, now, I mean, we've got a big list there. The list is Biomutant Character Creator, Vodio Games Unionizing, Grapple Shot in Halo Infinite, Yakuza and Sonic Cologne, Duncan Jones releasing his full throttle script. That's so niche. Who added that? Chivalry 2 patch notes. <laughs> uh, can do headbutt without arms. Roblox Squid Game Phenomenon, Dimension System and Fantasian, Animal Crossing Happy Home Paradise, The Signs and Death Store, The Invasion System and Death Loop, Collecting Big Figments in Psychonauts 2, Scanning Items in Gas Station Simulator, Beep, Beep, and Beep, EA's Transparency with the Dead Space Remake, Minecraft Sonic the Hedgehog, Hullabaloo, Perfect Fit in a Drawer, Shelf, and Unpacking, Game Pass for 2021, uh, The Named Rivet, in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart for a female Ratchet. Doom Music as a horn in Forza Horizon 5. Racing as Dinosaurs in Rise of Republic. Doka V trailer. Publishers trying to set expectations before presentations. Getting a Happy Meal for Pokemon cards. Goldeneye XBLA version <laughs> leak. Rot Hats in Kana Bridge of Spirits. And Calling Your Parents for Tips and Chicory. Now this is where it gets tough. Um, does What stands out? Give a, give a pick for what you see as a lock on this list. Leo, what, what do you Duncan think, Duncan Jones released his full throttle script. <laughs> Look, I'm with you. <laughs> uh, actually, my real one is Animal Crossing. Really? Just that update overall? Yeah, and it, it could be me sort of witnessing it through the eyes of my child. She watched that trailer like over and over and was so excited for it. Yeah. So that's, there's a, some bias there. Yeah, I hear you. There's a part of me that's like, you know, I think we talked about it on the podcast, but it's just kind of Animal Crossing getting back to where they were in New Leaf. Right? By and large? Like, how triumphant is it, really? Sure. Yeah, but, but like, in this economy. In this economy. Know, okay. Just take what you can get. It was very much, the update was very much, if y'all are familiar, I use this GIF all the time, because my favorite GIF on the internet, of where Rihanna's throwing the wad of cash at the security guard or mm. the person standing there. That was Nintendo giving us the update. They're like, right. here, take it, you, you, you pieces of trash. Man. And I was like, thank you. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, but it was great. Like, I, I think... Animal Crossing can't, at least at this point, it's sort of decided that it's not New Leaf um, Mm -hmm. for better and worse in some ways. So we have to take it for what it is. Um, And I think in the context of what Animal Crossing was, Happy Home Paradise was like, you know how we're still in the pandemic? Here's something to do as you continue to be here for the rest of your life. You can at least make have Isabel, you know, put a chair in her living room and a partition in the side and stuff. You get RGB lights. They they dropped the true gamer desk in that game. Mm -hmm. 
It's nice. With all the monitors and the big desk and stuff. That's nice. Yep. That's true. So, Sarah, or sorry, Janet, outside of Happy Home Paradise, what would be your lock? Um, I'm thinking of something like, I think for Converse, oh gosh, something game-based. Maybe the the horns and forts are, are pretty good. So I think that's one that's up there for me. Like, okay. I like the idea of picking a really specific moment of joy from a game mm-hmm. as best thing. So I, that, I, that stands up to me. I love it. Just to uh, splash a little water on my own entry. I mean, they've had great horns in the past. This isn't the first year where they got wacky with the horns. <laughs> 2020 wasn't wasn't a triumphant wacky with the horns year. But, I mean, it was very good and expanded this time around. Um, let's see. Leo, what, what do you like on your man? For me, I I love invasions and Deathloop. Yeah, I know that was controversial across the industry, but I think we here really loved it. I certainly it was my favorite part of the game. Uh, I have not been invaded in that game. It has not happened to me. Even by the computer. I Did mean, you turn it off. I no, I double checked. Still on. Uh, mm-hmm. But I played the majority of that game not that long ago, um, and so I don't know if it just died down enough or if I don't know what's going on. But it seemed cool from everybody talking about it. Um, let's see. That's part of what's so interesting about it, though. You know, you're right that it probably has died down, but like being there at launch, yeah. really unique thing. And it felt every time like, I'm so glad I'm playing this right now because the, all these unique things are happening that wouldn't happen otherwise. Yeah. I think if I had to choose my lock, I'm trying to think of really what tickled me the most is like, that is just the best thing. I think it's the name Rivet. Oh my god! <laughs> Look, I'm not That's proud it. of That's who I am. That's the best thing you can think of. I'm not of. proud of who I am, Sarah. I'm trying to be honest. <laughs> that it? I'm honest with myself <laughs> and my soul. What's your pick, Hotshot? Uh, the Game Pass. All right. 100. percent Yeah. Thanks. I played Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> no. I played Forza. I played Halo. Yeah. Literally, a lot of the games I played came from the Game Pass. I hear you. I. Look, what about what what about when you buy a game like on Switch and then realize that it was on Game Pass already and you wasted your money? I, I don't think that's ever happened to me. Mm. Oh, it's happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> Willy nilly with that money. Uh Jeff, what's your luck? Um You know, I said the grapple shot in Halo yeah. Infinite. But there's also the that- there's also the Doke V trailer that we just lost our minds over. Lest you forget the power of being a rock star. <laughs> I love with every trailer I of that know. game, I continue to forget what that game is. Do we need to play like the K-pop trailer again? Like It's all the same song, just blasting it in. Jeff, make that pick, baby. I like Grapple Shot more. Yeah, the, the thing is, the Grapple Shot is real. Like, like we know that is to the quality that... Right that we felt like you can you can make a good looking trailer and if the game comes out i will retro- retroactively go back to 2021 mm-hmm. and re and change my mind but okay. i'll go with the i'll go with the grapple shot right now oh this it's, grapple it's, looks way better be it's, it's such a it's such a like goofy playground toy for such a like super fun playground already yeah. like the the amount of Every every standout moment that I've had in Halo Infinite, I think, is because I've been screwing around with the grapple shot. Like it always involves the grapple shot in some way. And you know, no, so many people wrote in for the deepest dive on Halo Infinite, which is live now on YouTube and in the Patreon exclusive podcast feed. Um, but so many people wrote in about it, just talking about like how much of a miracle is it that they can add a new mechanic in Halo in 2021 and it still feels like, oh, this is now a series staple. Like it's so crazy mm-hmm. to have like the core new gameplay thing be beloved by everybody. 
Um, I think that's a good contender. I'm I'm slowly moving these up to the top of the list for these six, but you know, if someone is still feeling passionate about anything in that bottom stack, you're welcome to to rescue it from the depths of uh, hell. Starmid in the comments said, "For God's sakes, Ben was so excited he made a history of Doke V video." <laughs> that is true, but if you do recall, I also had that two-hour live stream where I just mentioned the name Rivet. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a it was a Patreon exclusive thing. You you really missed out, everybody. Um, here's my here's my beef with Game Pass. Unquestionably, a great thing. Unquestionably, uh-huh. I like these lists. And you know, this is just my proclivities. Not saying it's a lot of land. This is how we find out. No, no, no. I don't get it. Just buy the games you want to play. I like my list to be year specific. You know, I feel like there's some of these things where say Game Pass has been a great deal for three years now, at least. I mean, probably since the launch, right? It's been absolutely worth it. And this is just like that really good thing. It was really good this year. That's how I feel about the Game Pass on this list. I also, I also like highlighting sort of creative, like. Things and Game Pass is just—it's like a good deal. It's like right. it's a really good coupon, you know. Right, I don't know. That's right. Not super exciting, Kyle. But Sarah, you're right. You. It is or, great. I don't want. Yeah. I'm not like. I think. I think it anything, should. But. I feel like people haven't talked about it enough because it has like Xbox attached to it, especially yeah. in PC gaming. Totally. So it doesn't have to be the best thing, but I appreciate that it's become a point of contention. Yeah. I'm gonna just do something. <gasps> Are you gonna delete it? Oh. I'm just going to move some things around. Where are you putting that? Careful with that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. So I moved Grapple Shot and Invasion System from Deathloop as a separate higher tier. And I'm just wondering how everybody feels about that. Feels I, accurate I like to mechanics me. going in there. I don't think they're right. maybe the most clever, unique picks or anything, but they are some of the best things. Do you want to add a clever one? I don't know. I like... Chivalry 2 headbutting, <laughs> and I like the Forza Horizon uh, Microsoft Teams horn more than Doom Music horn. Mm, okay, yeah, we can just change that to horns in Same Forza Horizon. Teams. But I think since they're not new, grow... I, I'm against the horns now. Like you've that is true. The horns, the horns, ha- the horns have been good for that. years, Hanson. I know that's but true. I'll, but I'll take the Chivalry 2 patch notes because I also feel like it's a fun nod mm-hmm. to our content where we played that game of like, is this Chivalry 2? patch note real and it was really difficult to mm. play that. <laughs> that's right because they were all ridiculous that's true that's true i liked calling your parents for tips and chicory sorry now that i realize yeah. that we're Ooh, doing that like in-game good. things and right. not like just things it's like specifically in-game things what a clever way to present hints and tips to your audience without making them feel like mm-hmm. i like that too but like i feel like and Link's Awakening was like a million years ago, but then right. it feels like it's not because they had that new version. Like, that's the same Link's Awakening thing. So I kind of. But you didn't have the parent dynamic in that, Janet. You know, you didn't that's get true. the parental bickering. Which I, is the I core. don't like Link's Awakening. Like, I'm just, just to be Ooh, clear, like, I don't God. think that game is like, that wavy. But, um, and I don't think they updated it well because it doesn't perform well despite being made like super recently. So now um, are we doing best game mechanics? No, it's just best thing, Sarah. It's just best thing. We, we can. I mean, yeah, we tried that, and now we only have game mechanics at the top. That's true. I want <laughs> you to cross there higher. Also, chat asks: Is best thing also best moment? No, best moment is no. separate. Best moment is coming okay. up later. Okay, calling your parents and chicken. Bumped up. Bumped up higher. Like I'd, rather, I'd rather design than invade or grapple shot in any game. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, Sarah, you're the other super fan. How do you feel oh. about Animal Crossing? On this list. I mean, I think that, you know, Animal Crossing itself, and I think it, 
they did bring a lot, but this is like Happy Home Paradise specific, mm-hmm. right? So you got the half walls, you got the tiny walls, the ability to do accent walls. It really brought a lot out of the series. Yeah. And I do think that them sort of just releasing the second half of the game plus DLC was kind of wild on their part because they released, you know, essentially the rest of the game that we didn't know wasn't there from the beginning. Yeah, is that the best thing, giving us what we wanted from the beginning? I, I mean, we got more than what we wanted. Yeah. But I don't know if it's a... I think the community's reaction to it and the way it reinvigorated the game, that's the best thing. Mm-hmm. If you look at people's I mean, Nintendo stats, there is a clear spike when that DLC dropped in yeah. hours played. Yeah. You know? I mean, for me, it was, it was less the actual content of it because I'm not like an Animal Crossing guy and more right. just like it was funny because it was like it was the whole idea of like they had a 30 minute what was it like 20 30 minute Smash Brothers minutes. thing yeah it was like a really long Smash Brothers presentation and then the Animal Crossing one was like 5 10 minutes and it was like just a million times more thing and everyone content, was like freaking content, out about content, it content content right, it, right. so that list for me it's like a combination of the reaction and the actual stuff is kind of how I look at it I want to say I love that update. It's gotten me back into Animal Crossing. Mm. And I'm having a lot of fun. I think had this conversation, having heard the context, it makes sense why it would be on this list. But just seeing the list from the outside, I think you'd wonder why it wasn't on the two tens. Yeah. When maybe other just expansion mm. packs or DLCs are going to be. I, I think it would mm. fit there. I think so. Okay. Let's let's I'll move it over. There. Janet, don't let us forget that. It's moving over to the two tens. It's on my two tens list. Okay. So, for the for the yeah. personal stuff. Yeah. Um I feel like I'm tipping my hand with the way this is organized right now. But I'm, I'm welcome to people shaking it up. Calling your parents for tips and chicory sounds very cute and smart to me. Having not played that, it's very uh, relatable. You like that. Yeah. It do, was you, good. do you think it's stronger than the invasion system and the grapple shot? We're just picking I think it's one. Stronger than the grapple shot, but two. maybe not because I know that you guys really like the grapple shot. Yeah. Well, you're but playing I feel like the, the thing about the Deathloop invasion system is it was actually story based too. Mm-hmm. Like it was yeah, story yeah. based that Joanna would invade and come after you. Right. And the fact that that was another player playing that role is very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The thing that dings the grapple shot for me is that it's like the Titanfall 2 one, but not as good. Yeah, and I, it I makes up you. for that by being in place for really cool set pieces and for open world stuff which makes it really different and obviously super, super fun. But it's been done before, and I think better. Yeah, I think just having it in that open of a world, not quite open world, I think is the distinction, right? But yeah, I, I, can, I can dig it. Is this list maximum best thing, the invasion system in Deathloop, and minimum best thing, grapple shot in Halo Infinite? I'm happy with that. I'd be fine with that. Janet? Yeah. Ah, high pitch, high pitch voice though. Uh, that that can just happen. You know, it's just science. I don't make the rules. I put invasion system on there. Like that was yeah. me. All right. I was Janet's already on the board. She's got one on the board. That's right. About. Everybody's got a chalkboard behind him for audio listeners for the points that they get on the yeah. board. All right. Congratulations to the invasion system in Deathloop as the maximum best thing for 2021. My God, better than the concept of parents. 
Uh, all right. Sorry, now. I also added at the end uh, Leo Vader's YouTube channel, specifically the Stuart Little video. Mm. I threw that on there for best thing. Okay. Not really video yeah. game related. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. please. Thanks, man. Like, but save it for the greatest work of art. Save it for best art. Yeah. Best art. Leo, I already tried to get you on the greatest work of art, I think, last year, didn't I? For the. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was too proud then, but it's we'll have that conversation now. All right. Dumbest thing let's just get rid of these pre-typed ones uh, no those were like very those were good <laughs> um, so i think strong. very edit privileges on google docs is a pretty good it's solid it's solid meta one uh all right I'll, I'll kick this off i'll take one out of your mouth leo just in case you forgot it with your mouth um dumbest thing for 2021 duncan jones released his full throttle script all right who's the comedian get out of here <laughs> oh, no, no. It's it's funny because I actually do think that's really fun. I just didn't engage with it at all. Is why I keep <laughs> someone is typing horrifying things. Uh, who added that? Actually, so you can yeah, just say that in general. Who did that? <laughs> okay. Who put that Explain there? I feel like yourself. this is. Well, now we're getting into spoiler territory. You don't again. need that's to. You don't need that's to. It can just be as simple as this. It can just be as simple as this. I don't think that's what's dumb about it, though. Is the thing. Um, like it's just. I think. I think, like, I don't know. You need to say something what dragon, you're... Something you, dragon, what we're... We don't know what we're talking about, okay? Well, the audio like, listeners have no idea what you're talking about, Janet. Like, <laughs> if I say... I feel like if I say it, it becomes a spoiler no. for, like... No, This is inherently a spoiler for that game. For, no, just happens. keep it ambiguous. Keep it ambiguous. There is no... Yeah, just don't say the game. I, will, the, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, like... Because we, we haven't said the... The, we haven't said the entry. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, the entry that Janet put in was incest as a plot point. That wasn't Janet. That was me. Oh, yeah. oh, oh interesting. Okay, I, agree. I didn't see who was. I didn't see who was. Yeah. So just dumb and as- that. That was also one I didn't even think about it, but it absolutely hit me over the head when I was playing that game. Right. And and I'm still confounded by it. That yeah. wasn't even the worst part of that game. That's my thing. Like, yeah. Okay. I feel like okay. There's like. Like, I was like, this game is bad, like, hours before that. Like, when I got sure. there, I was... Because the thing is, like, those kind of storylines have been told in all of the eons of history. It's, like, one of the oldest plot points in literature and in text. Yeah, I've seen Leo's so, book like, collection. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it's been... That kind of thing has been done <laughs> in, like, Greek literature well. Right, right, This right. just wasn't done well. Like, the problem sure. isn't the plot point. Like, right. the, the, like, a lot of people were like, oh, that's why everyone hates it, because, like, y'all can't handle stuff getting real. I'm like, no, it's just not well done. Yeah. Like, I just I just think it was badly done. We all Every agreed. story thinks they're really clever and subversive for doing it. Right. Yeah, right. like, I... I mean, I think I think putting that on there is is fair though. There was a lot wrong. Sure. I think that was like maybe the pinnacle yeah. of when we're like, y'all are really just piling on. Yeah. All right. There we go. Situation. Uh, I, I I think for list of dumbest things, um, Hitman Three server disconnects during single player. Yeah. If you remember mm. the start of the yeah. year, I I, I felt like some, the, I the lost transfer process. Transfer. The process of like. Importing your Hitman 1 to Hitman 2 and then going to the website to manually enter all your information to like mm. press a button and wait 10 minutes to have your oh. <laughs> file ready in Hitman 3. Yeah. Very clunky, stupid process. Yeah, same with the Final Fantasy 7 remake thing for the upgrade for Integrate that also sucked. Um, dumbest oh. thing, people are just nominating bad games at this point, it looks Ooh, like. Fallen, Fallen was also on my list. Fallen oh. Wonderworld. I mean, yeah. we can get specific. I played like the first hour. <laughs> 
Okay, so Balan Wonderworld in general. The cutscenes of Balan Underworld. The pre-rendered uh, cutscenes of Balan Wonderworld. There you go. Okay, love it. Um, oh, director's cuts. Who is putting oh, all yeah, of these hard-hitting things in here? <laughs> who is who is the brave soul among us calling out the video game industry? It's rough because director's cuts. Like I think they can create. The work itself can be good. Like it's not like the ghost DLC was bad, but I think the concept of you know, oh, I got one for dumbest thing. Yeah. Um, the PlayStation upgrade system. Yes. Yes. That yeah. specific because it's like you can do your direct like what, but like the the PS5 version madness ten dollars if oh. you saw Herman Holst once, like but twenty if you don't know who Herman Holst is. Like I don't know what this is. Well, it was specifically I was like the eighty dollars. So if you bought. Forbidden West on PS4, you can only upgrade to PS5 if you bought the $80 special edition. And then they're like, oh, what's that? Oh, people don't like that? Okay, never mind. Like, I feel like this year was a there lot was of Sony just being like, oh, never mind then. A bunch of wild stuff with like Final Fantasy 7. You can get Integrate if you actually bought the game. But if you got the game through PS Plus, guess what? It doesn't count because you didn't actually buy it. You you broke you broke ass or something? I don't know what right, that was. Right. I think mean, it's it. the it's same also- game. Then don't give me the free game then if you didn't want me to have it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I don't know if it's a separate thing, but also like for director's cuts for Death Stranding, which maybe we're started talking about specifically, I had to download Death Stranding PS4 and then upload the save from that right, game and delete yes, the exactly. PS4 version and then download the PS5 version. It was like, it took forever. Same, yes. Like, I don't know if it's just seven, it wrapped sucks. up in that, you know? So is also, that... I think- Yes, um, yes, maybe further out maybe not quite under this umbrella but playing it takes two i have a ps5 controller and a ps4 controller and i had to we have to play the ps4 version of that game to use both those controllers oh weird <laughs> weird okay uh so director cuts did you write that jeff um no oh so is that is that just the upgrade path or is it just the concept of director's cuts being big for sony this year I wrote that, and it was okay. just the excuse of calling something a director's cut just right. to re-release it onto PS5. Right, right. What is the thought behind it? I hear you, yeah. But there seems to I, be a lot more there that I didn't know about. <laughs> but I especially think that... I, I think this, the upgrade process and cost is dumber than the concept of a director's cut, but I think the director's cut concept is especially dumb in the sense that literally Kojima's like, I don't consider this to be a director's cut. Right, also, right. I hate when people... In the, I feel like games, this happens a lot because games are so young compared to other mediums, but it's like, let's use something from film and try to make it games. But we're taking out the entire meeting. The point of a director's cut is it's stuff that you cut out of the game. They're not putting in stuff they cut. I mean, maybe in some cases, because I'm sure some DLC has like, we want to explore this and we didn't right. have time or energy to explore it. But I feel like it actually feeds into the stereotype that some gamers have for like extra content that this is just stuff they took out. And then waited and then resold back to totally. me later. And that's, I feel like that feeds into misconceptions of development yes. that the developers themselves have said does not define what they're making. So it's just, yeah, it's dumb. I, I added on that on that front of taking things from another medium, Ubisoft really trying to lean into their billing this year of calling things Ubisoft originals, where it's Far Cry 6, a Ubisoft original, or Tom Clancy's siege update ubisoft original like just trying to slap that on because netflix does it and premium shows do it it's absurd okay we gotta explain these as we're typing them out who has the next one it's sarah i'd imagine the nfts that's me no no, no, no I'm, the I'm the final fantasy 14 q times please oh that is I, did a good try one. To, yeah. I did try to log into final fantasy 14 at 2 p.m yesterday and i didn't get into the game until six bad game and i just want to play the game yeah uh yeah, Janet, you got Ubisoft NFTs, the the big old 
bits through the court system and all that nonsense? Yeah, like, uh, I don't have too much to say on that one. I just want to nod to yeah. it because one, um, chat brought it up and I thought that was a good a good reminder of it too. I think it's been, there's been a lot of like weird fumbling with that stuff in the games industry. And then I think they also delisted the video they had announcing it. And it just kind of has been like, a lot of layers yeah. of things that maybe just didn't need to happen. Yeah. People are joking about them waiting till uh, YouTube removed the dislike button to announce that because it was like <laughs> behind the scenes, 97% dislikes or something. Oh my God. Uh, here's a, I, I have kind of a, a fun one. That's not too negative. Get it on but, there, man. Um, yeah. The, uh, the Dreamcast being like a playable character in Super Monkey Ball. That's pretty dumb. It is dumb. But, like, it's a fun delightful. Thing, it is. Know. It is. Oof, honestly, and the Game Gear. You're right. I think we can put that on there. It's dumb, but not everything yeah. dumb needs to be bad. You know? Uh, let's see. What about... This is a very uh, specific thing, uh, but I was tickled pink by this news story. This was back in April... Uh, they made a big deal about the fact that in April they finally added a search bar for Google Stadia. The company all about search, and it wasn't until April this year they said, "Come on down, everybody, <laughs> come search." Good. Okay, search added to Stadia in April. Um, Gifting added to Epic Game Store. That was a they were, mm-hmm. they, Epic was joking that they were going to try to make that a Game Awards announcement. <laughs> uh, Sarah, I feel like. <laughs> When you type one out, you should say what you're typing. Oh, uh, I added Bidoof Propaganda okay. from the Pokemon Solid. Company. Solid. You already have Pikachu. I honestly don't understand what it is about Bidoof, but this year they really, like, the Bidoof PR team, especially around Pokemon Snap, Yeah, out in full force. And I truly, I do not understand what the Pokemon Company sees in that tiny beaver. I think they probably do some focus <laughs> testing. I'm sure it's... Pikachu is big. Eevee over the last decade has also been a hit. They've really been shoving Eevee down our throats. And I think mm-hmm. they realize we need the next lily pad to jump to. And mm-hmm. it's either going to be Jeffum's child or Bidoof. Um, and we don't know exactly which one of them. <laughs> I enjoyed Bidoof's propaganda as oh, well. Do? Because they were, yeah, they were like out here like send, it's saying really weird stuff. They're like, it's a, it's March 3rd. Send everyone you know a picture of Bidoof. And I was like, I gotta do what I gotta do, y'all. Like, if you're in my contacts, you're gonna hit with that beaver. And then also, there were all these elaborate photos of people putting, like, crowns on the beaver and, like, Mm. putting sunglasses and something about, like, I don't know... He's it's small, it's derpy, it's got those big old teeth. Like, like it's propaganda. Like, don't you see what it is? Yeah. You? Okay, okay. Do you see what's happening here? Like, I'm okay with this. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you have to accept a certain amount of propaganda in your life. And I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna say yes to this and no to all these apps tracking my data right. because I have Apple yeah. and I can just say no to all of that. Yes all to of them no to NFTs of Bidoof. That's right. Uh, Someone, I added oh. Ethan from Resident Evil Village. I was okay. going to add I, that one too. That one. game is high on my top ten, but every line out of that character's mouth was just—he's so stupid. Silent protagonist, please. <laughs> horrible, horrible performance, horrible writing. Yeah. <laughs> what the, else can you say one, about it? Yeah, that one touched on another one that I was going to say for that, which might be mild spoiler. Yeah, you don't need to. It, it would, I mean, it is, it is an incredibly dumb thing that I, it's not like a plot point or anything. Sure. But, it, but it's, you get your hand cut off at one point and right. the way he repairs it is this Looney Tunes, like he just puts it back on and kind of like does this and then his hand is my best moments. magically That's- attached. 
that's my top best moment. moment. Yeah, that's, that's my best moment. moment. I don't think my, that's dumb. My counter cool. to that is he totally did that in Resident Evil 7 already. That's like he his foot got cut off, and he yeah. that's how he reattached his foot. This is a classic <laughs> horn situation, if I've ever seen it. Okay, um, okay. Kyle, I assume this next one's you? Or Janet? Uh, the Zelda one? Yeah. Yeah, so I... The, there's there was a new mechanic in Skyward Sword HD where you could like fast travel a lot easier, but it was tied to an amiibo. So if you wanted mm-hmm. to use the uh, mechanic, you had to buy the amiibo, um, which was this, pretty this dumb. Was pretty dumb. Oh, I never used the mechanic. Dumbest thing: being able to regenerate your health in Metroid Dread with the amiibo, but only yeah. being able, being able to do that once a day, once a real life day, and having to like change your clock to try to cheese the amiibo time. <laughs> We're using having to maybe heavily there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, like obviously, if you're doing that, you're like you're struggling with the game, and Nintendo's like crawl for it, and you're gonna pay me. It's like why? Why are you like this? We could just do amiibo shenanigans, and then Nintendo's attached their hand back onto the amiibo, and they just keep on going, and it's just it's weird. It is weird. All right, amiibo shenanigans. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, dumbest thing. that time that that copy of Super Mario 64 sold for 1.5 million. A lot of confusion about exactly how that worked, if there's some behind-the-scenes dealing, but clearly that should not be the case right now and something's up, and please don't spend that much money on a game. Um, Got another one. Oof. Oof. I don't know if it's list-worthy, but I have renaming... uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. The official new name is PUBG colon Battlegrounds. So Battlegrounds That's is in pretty, there twice. It's pretty dumb. Pretty rough. Yeah. It's a it's a small dumb thing. Um, I don't think this is a contender, but um, them Square calling a game Project Trial Stra- uh, Project Triangle, Triangle Strategy. Strategy. Yeah. It's dumb. Uh, I think. That's fun. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> what do we got here? ETA Trilogy Definitive Edition, baby. Yep. Do you think we could bundle this with just publishers still not learning the lesson of cyberpunk and releasing games before they're ready, like Battlefield as well? Or do you think this is a singular long-term issue? Yeah. Yeah, not year-specific. Okay. I think the thing I like about GTA is, like, specifically, there are elements of the game that were in the original PS2 version that didn't make it into the remastered, which is, like, really dumb. Like, just the simple one is, like, uh, glass doesn't shatter in San Andreas uh, Definitive Edition, but it does on PS2. Right. Which is, it, that's that's very strange. It's insane. Um, let's see. Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale. When they announced that. Pretty <laughs> dumb. It's, it's just a <laughs> dumb, dumb combination of words. Uh, okay. Uh, scared of this one. The Blue Box Abandoned. Is that the name of that freaking game? Kojima Conspiracy. Bad. Oh, yeah. Kojima conspiracies. Yep, yeah, that's um, one of those things that felt, feels like it was three years ago. That Jeez. was totally this year. <laughs> it it never stopped. Um, oh, here's a here's a good one. A uh, game builder garage. The fact that you couldn't search for games to play in there. You could send a direct code for the game you made yeah. in this to a friend, but there was no library or way to navigate the library of what other people have made, which is insane. Yeah, I feel like Nintendo could take on the dumbest thing with a feature like that every year. (laughs) Yep. So you're saying it's universal? Yeah. Uh, Which, speaking of Nintendo, the uh, someone in chat mentioned the N64 expansion pass. Yeah. 
pay extra monthly to mm-hmm. play N64 games. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, certainly, I don't know. I don't feel as strongly about that one. Yeah, same here. But, but I understand why people do. Yep. All right, who typed? You type, you talk. That's the rule. Oh, sorry. I now <laughs> I typed in the no oh, music in Life is Strange 2 callers if you're a streamer. Yeah. I turned off the music because I didn't want to get DMCA'd. Right. And then I had to watch a whole scene of Alex air guitaring with her brother <laughs> in absolute silence. And all you can hear is That's their feet it's silently pattering on yes, the ground. Absolutely. I mean, like, do something. Yes. Do anything. But you that. Just, the, the ease in which they could I use any free music. Mm-hmm. Or lightly commit. Uh, like, but you could have somebody in the background going, and I would have preferred that over to yes, silence. Absolutely. That I got. Absolutely. I, I like that a lot. I, I'm a big <laughs> fan of that. That is dumb. I, uh, and I was one playing was it, and rock. people were like, oh, this is like a lot more touching if the music is there. And I'm like, I'm sorry, legally, I can't afford to get sued by the music. <laughs> so I guess we're just going to sit here in silence. Yeah. I just rolled the dice because I didn't trust them to to execute, and I was right to not trust. Smart. Mm-hmm. I, I turned rough. the music back on because it was so bad. Yeah, it was really rough. That I, one, that's very dumb. I'm feeling pretty yeah. confident about one here. Uh, if you're talking about the dumbest thing from this year, Chris Pratt cast as Mario. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good. it is about as dumb as you can get for the video game industry, right? That... I don't know. Should I we think, just that whole voice cast reveal? I think like, so. Is that just, yeah, I think I think yeah. you're right. Here's the thing. That was a I moment. I don't think it's the dumbest part. I think the dumbest part of that is that later it was said that he won't be speaking with Mario's Italian voice that we accent. Know of Mario, he'll be doing like a different, a different Italian accent. Voice. Yeah. May, presumably, I don't know. Maybe he's just going to be like regular, regular Chris Pratt, but he's like. All right, let's go. Like, you know, mm-hmm. let's go. Like, I don't know. I am very prepared to be underwhelmed, but that was just like, I feel like the entire world shook with that announcement, just trying to contain how stupid that was in their brains. Yes. Uh, let's see. The internet went down. That's right. I, I, Facebook's stupid metaverse presentation from Zuckerberg, but that feels too techy. But I don't know. You can put it on the list. Okay, I'll just put Zuckerberg metaverse. Did, did you see that like wedding in the metaverse, which looked worse than a Final Fantasy fourteen wedding <laughs> yeah. in every way, shape, and form? Yeah, yeah those are beautiful, and this was this it, was like Animal Crossing weddings look better than that. Yeah, my favorite thing about that story on the New York Times is like everyone shared it and was like, "Guys, people have been doing this for like twenty years. Right. This is nothing. It's so it was definitely at all." Someone needed to freelance this story, but they're like, "I think we can do it." You know, which happens a lot whenever, like, mainstream media covers anything related to games. They're like, did you know games have existed before this story? It's true. And mm-hmm. it's like, this is, the background here is really different. <laughs> yeah, I just have the metaver- metaverse in general, I think, uh, this year. I think specifically Facebook's metaverse is the dumb one. Oh, because you're honestly. pro other metaverse? <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. I don't think metaverse is a inherently terrible concept. Interesting. Um, Barbecue sauce. Um, I don't think this will make it, but I'm pretty sure this all came out this year where CD Projekt said that Keanu Reeves loves Cyberpunk and then Cyberpunk, so Keanu Reeves was like, I've never played Cyberpunk. Well, that was I've just like two days ago, it. wasn't it? Like, yeah. Thought, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was dumb. I don't, it think, I don't dumb. think it's the dumbest thing on here, no. but like, that was, that was a rough, weird moment. Right. Right. It is, it is dumb. Um, this is very specific. Um, I won't even add it to the list, but the censorship in Age of Empires 4 is 
so bizarre and stupid, like what you can't say and like trying to push the boundaries of where that line is, is illogical. It censors, uh, <laughs> this is the one that made me laugh the hardest. Uh, it doesn't censor some things you think should very much be censored that I won't say uh, on this podcast, but then, uh, Ronnie tried <laughs> typing out human horse intimacy and it censored that. All three words? All three words, apparently. Should I uh, ask why that even that's kind of like our, that That's point? like the way we taunt each other. It's kind of like our GG no re is we just type out human horse intimacy. No re. Um, <laughs> um, I, it's too I stupid. Think, oh, shoot. Oh, man. I, oh, I want to bring up one from chat that Aaron T brought up. I yeah. don't know if this will, will be the dumbest thing compared to everything else on here, but um, the Switch Pro constant leaks in confirmation throughout the year leading yeah. up to the OLED. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know if that's dumbest thing or, like, I'm the dumb one. Like, I felt a lot <laughs> of things from that. You know what I mean? Dumbest thing. That's good. Yep, I hear The you. dumbest <laughs> thing is us because of the Switch Pro. Um, this is a very specific one. I'm sorry, but uh, gating multiplayer in WarioWare Get It Together until you beat the campaign uh, is quite stupid, but... On the list of dumb Nintendo stuff, that's pretty far down on this. I don't even bother typing it in, but it's you a mean like thing. the mode, like a certain mode. You can't multiplayer? play multiplayer with people unless you go through the campaign. And the campaign, to be fair, you can play two player. Well, hold on, yeah, yeah. You can, you can play co-op from the beginning. I mean, so you can play right. co-op, but if you just want, like, I wanted fun Mario part or sorry WarioWare on my yeah. Switch with a group of four people, and you couldn't it's do a party that. Game. Yeah, it's a party game, and yeah. they don't no, let you party. I, yeah, I, I'm not. I okay. already. I, feel it's silly. not on the list. It's not on the list. I'm not really defending, <laughs> well, but like. You could play with other people. Yeah, yeah. like for me, yeah, it was my first WarioWare game, and I'm like, I played it with my boyfriend, and we finished it, and we haven't played it since, which I guess is like weird, but like that's how they constructed the game. Yeah. So I'm like, we did it. We're done. I'll see you one day, well, maybe. Look, you're not improving your life on a daily basis, and that's fine. Everybody can choose yeah. their own path. No, I'm playing Big Brain Get It to oh, yeah. Academy. Yeah. How, is <laughs> yeah. that good? Uh, what do you think, based on the fact of how I can check that sentence? Well, I'm actually, I'm enjoying it, all right. Um, oh. It's definitely no Brain Age. Like, a lot of people are like, is this as good as Brain Age? I'm like, no, nothing's as good as Brain Age. Yeah. But, you know, I have to count some cubes. I'm doing some math. Okay. It's a decent time. That's why you've seen so smart recently? Yeah, that's I've really been able to step it up. Don't let the uh, poor constructed sentences fool y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can battle with the best of them or whoever's in my apartment willing to play. Hey, speaking of the best of them, you know what I think of when I hear the best of them? I think of one guy. Sam frickin' Fisher. Leo, what'd you think about that announcement that they're remaking Splinter Cell? Great. Great. I wonder if it's a test the market kind of remake like we've been seeing in other franchises. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to see how much they're doing from the ground up because we watched that entire like video they released and there were no details on the remake other than, please come work for us. The original Splinter Cell is very good. Michael Ironside was in that original one. So like, who the hell knows what they're doing? Yeah, congrats. Um, New announcement. You're remaking Splinter Cell. <laughs> Come do it. Exactly. Uh, is this the list for Dumbest Thing? I feel pretty yeah. good about this. Uh, right now we have Incest as plot points in 2021 games, Hitman 3 server disconnects in single player, the pre-rendered cutscenes of Ball and Wonderworld, director's cuts, Sony PS4 to PS5 upgrade process and cost, quote-unquote Ubisoft originals, those goddamn Final Fantasy XIV Q times, Ubisoft NFTs, playable consoles and Super Monkey Ball, search added to Google Stadia in April, Badoof propaganda, Ethan from Resident Evil Village, Nintendo Amiibo shenanigans, Super Mario 64 sold for $1.5 million, GT a trilogy definitive edition final fantasy 7 battle royale blue box abandoned cons- uh, kojima conspiracy it is called abandoned right i i've abandoned yep. that knowledge in my brain uh game builder garage not having an ability to search through what other people are building in that game no music and the life is strange true colors if you're a streamer chris pratt as mario zuckerberg metaverse presentation and the switch pro 
constant trickle of news coming any second now. I would love to see Ubisoft Quartz on here. You would. I think that's a strong contender. And I think, you know, we could do expand to NFTs in general or other areas, but I think that's a pretty good focal point of intruding in a in a game. It is. It is. Uh, Stalker 2 had a big NFT thing today, right? Well, Dying Light 2. Wasn't it? Oh, was it Dying Light? Oh, I thought it was uh, Stalker. Oh, maybe Stalker as well. I don't know. Um, It is dumb. Yeah, I think um, based on the reaction, I think No Music and Life is Strange and Chris Pratt as Mario are in this near the top of the heap here. Yeah, those those are going to be my locks. I don't know okay. if you're going to go around the horn again, but yeah, I mean, anybody else have have locks? Around. You want to move up? Abandoned stuff, the Kojima conspiracy stuff. Yeah, it just didn't, and, and it was yeah, it, the dumbest thing. Is like, I'm not even going to hold it against people that were believing it and connecting the dots, and like, oh, if you if you check out the URL, the random codes, and input that stuff. Like, I love that type of Kojima stuff, but the thing that infuriated me was then seeing Blue Box being like, no, 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 it's not. Leave us alone, seriously, please, don't don't hurt us. But then at the same time, constantly teasing stuff again and again and again of having like a shadowy snake figure on their site and tweeting that stuff out. Like it just the the whiplash from that entire experience was infuriating. I think the Switch Pro stuff is also mm. up there. Okay. I think that's the end of my personal pushes, though. There's a lot of good, dumb stuff. Great, dumb stuff. And it's getting it to do, as we like to say. Uh, it's sitting on the screen for way too many people to look at. Um, Sarah? You feel like uh, we got our contenders up top? Yeah, I think I think these are good contenders. Mm. Okay. Uh, oh, people are saying it was Stalker 2. Yeah, maybe it wasn't Dying Light 2. Maybe I disconnected those okay. games in my mind. Um, well, then oh. it's cool then, and it wouldn't go on this list. Someone added time loops for <laughs> dumbest thing? No, oh, who did interesting. that? <laughs> interesting, interesting. Time <laughs> no, um, I like time. Uh, <laughs> I think... Jeff, I'm everything was cool this year from you? You loved everything? Nothing was dumb? Uh, no, I, I think we got everything on there that... Jeff, on what's the, what is, in your mind is maximum, minimum, dumbest thing? Um, the no music and the Ubisoft NFTs. I'm not sure about the order, but those are the ones okay. that seem the most egregious for me. I mean, there have been other games where it strips the music out, right? But has there? I, get, I would... Certainly imagine. Yeah, I, I think it's just the fact I that mu- so. it sounds like, I haven't played it, but it sounds like music was core to this it scene. It was a big it was, part of yeah. it. It is a dumb scene, no doubt. And, I, and, and, and am I remembering and, it's explicitly a streamer mode you turn on? Or is it a different yeah, game? Yeah, they're like, warning, you have left streamer mode, and if you get sued for using music, it's not our fault. Like hmm. or they or they like strip it of every music they don't completely own, which is all of the music. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and, and a significant part of that game is in a vinyl shop. Into, yeah we're far enough into like this dilemma of what streamers do and how to use licensed music that it feels like you should have been able to come up with a solution to that. But what is the solution? I don't know what the solution is. If you want to play this cover some of other music that you have the rights to that yeah. people can stream Square Enix music, anything there's going to mm-hmm. be something in there. Final fantasy seven rock and roll jam. Oh, there was a lot yeah, of I was listening. There was a lot of like the, like Alex's thing about how she controls her emotions is like listening to music. So mm-hmm. she'll like put headphones on or like sit in front of a record player. Right. And in right. that moment, like yeah, you're supposed to be feeling something. You're supposed to be connecting with the game. And it's just silence. Yeah. I, I also think the silence. Way, the way you described it that really locked in for me was the fact that shoe sound effects. You could hear their footsteps. It is uncomfortable. Because that's, like, that's like a genre on. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's like a genre on YouTube where people remove the music from music videos and add yes. in their own sound effects, and it's yes. hilarious. It's the funniest it's the thing. Funniest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. I um I could not sleep if the Mario voice cast thing is not on this list for dumbest. Either maximum or I, I like that. I feel like yeah. that has like that more than NFTs. To be as dumb as it can be, though, I feel like until we see the performance, it's not dumb enough. I think I disagree. Like, I I think that for that moment of when they popped that reveal, how everybody said that is dumb as the number one reflex. It's honestly like I watched like Lego movie again kind of recently. Yeah. Chris Pratt, fantastic voice performance in yeah, that movie. Like I, he is sure. so good in the Lego movie. Like the, this, the, the sort of final product doesn't matter to me. It's the fact that I watched a video of Donkey streaming that right and all it was was him cackling yes. for like three minutes straight like he couldn't even get out a word and that that sort of was the dumbest element of it yes to me. it wasn't just chris pratt either it kept going right it was yeah it's the whole thing yes yeah um but i think the rest of the casting doesn't really strike me as odd personally i think the chris pratt one is weird i, I think for me my dumbest things are blue box in the switch pro because mm. the blue box thing and I, I do think the life is strange thing is dumb but i feel like it's too it's since it has like happened before and is an ongoing problem with like the issue of like licensing. I don't think it's the dumbest thing from the year, though it was yeah. it was very dumb. Um, I think the blue box thing is like dumb because it's so avoidable and it kept going. And as yes. someone that like regularly does games daily, almost every time I was on, we had some type of weird nugget of like something, and it was and I hated it. It was so it because it was really it was it was so idiotic, but it kept coming up. And it's like, well, obviously our job is to talk about what's happening, so it's like we can't skip some stuff, but like. I mean, this is something people care to know about. And then they had like the download the game to yes, watch the trailer, yes. but then they posted on Twitter. Like that whole marketing thing is, is probably one of the dumbest things I feel like I've ever experienced in my lifetime. Yes. So I feel like that has to be up there. And then the switch pro thing, I think just the way that to me, it, I mean, maybe this one wouldn't be dumb because it is just like rumors that didn't pan out. But I think the way that the conversations happened and the way that, people kept convincing themselves that it's gonna happen again and even with the oled and even if it does happen i think that whole thing was just like insanity so that's why those those two are my highest personally yeah i guess also for for dumbest thing and this is again like like hansen said earlier about something it's kind of like my personal preference for how mm -hmm. we approach it i like things that are like weird and funny like nfts aren't like weird and funny they make me mad and like the sort of mm. rumor not panning out for the pro doesn't really like i don't think it's weird or funny i think it was just like who knows what was going on behind the scenes maybe nintendo had stuff and then a bunch of manufacturing issues came up you know like mm -hmm. that's that's kind of how i i feel about the sort of the topic yeah but that doesn't mean it's like a hard and fast rule or anything like that also i i know this is a. Uh naive but i don't really understand nfts enough to really be angry or like i feel like i'm not informed enough to put it on the list i see it and i say that's stupid but and i understand nfts in general are infuriating for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons but i don't feel informed enough to have a strong opinion on why that's dumb it definitely is dumb but it just didn't it didn't overwhelm me with its stupidity i guess like a lot of these other options can we have a, yeah, a, like a, a mad list? An angie list? Angie That's thing too. I feel like some of them hmm. do fall into that. Um, yeah. So now I'm, I'm more down yeah, for like... I guess my revised thing with like Kyle's well, input well, would to be, be maybe... To be, fair, to be fair though, like uh, Kyle's input... Take it or leave it. Most of the time, honestly, I know you don't, you don't, don't really know, know him that well. <laughs> Generally. Yeah. I trust that a lot. We both like to jump. 
in games. That is um, true. No, no, <laughs> but I'm what is Blue Box and Life is Strange. Because I think they're both like really ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I think they're the most ridiculous things on here. I, I'm kind of similar with the, the NFT stuff as, as you, Hanson. Like, I, one, probably need to be more informed. But two, also, I think it's not as dumb as it could be yet. I think next year we might see some real botched, weird things from mm-hmm. that. But I think right now we're in the early phases of, like, what that means in the industry if people even choose to pursue it. Kind of like the metaverse stuff. Like, yeah. that is dumb. But we haven't seen the ways that it's really dumb yet. Like, it's just kind of... We haven't it's hit like, that peak dumb yet. Right. We have a we chance for it to get dumber. Yes. NFTs yeah, no. get dumber. They will get dumber. dumber I guarantee yeah. you. So there huh. we go. Uh, yeah, Leo, what would your maximum minimum be? I mean, right now, can I just want, can someone pitch me the blue box thing? I feel like I have, don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, sure. So there is this indie company called Blue Box uh, that is making a game called Abandoned, which is like, hey, you have a flashlight and you're in the woods. And they just, it was uploaded to PlayStation's YouTube channel along with so many other indie games that are coming to the PlayStation. But the community grabbed onto it about halfway through the year or something and started connecting all these dots thinking that this was secretly Silent Hills. Well, it wasn't a presentation. It wasn't just uploaded to YouTube. Oh, is that right? It wasn't one of their, yes. Oh, okay. I guess I remember that part. Yeah, I'm but then sure. people thought I'm that it was sure. Silent Hills and it was Kojima and they were going to announce this, the new Kojima Productions game. And then a lot of people went down this rabbit hole of connecting all these ideas for why it's like, oh, blue box, that signifies this from Kojima's history. And I remember, I forget a lot of the silly details where it's down to like timing out the trailer and this and this and this. Just kind of the, the remember the fun rabbit hole when Phantom Pain was being announced? And it was like, Oh, this is a game called Phantom Pain with Joaquin Mogram. It was like the community was trying to force that type of fun, cheeky thing happening again. And the developers for this game uh, were then at first a little bit cagey. And then the developer came out and insisted, no, 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 this actually isn't a Kojima thing. But the community kept running with it and they kept teasing it. Um, And that's basically it. It's kind of just a conspiracy theory run amok. But then it got to the point where like, you know, Jason Schreier was never like, I 100% believe this. But he was like writing stories about it and tweeting about it like this could be a kojima thing you know so it was it really elevated up to a ridiculous degree and now it's just and the big out. thing is that like the stute the whoever does the social media for like blue box was yes. like we just want to be clear that like this isn't this is all just conspiracies but then like literally a day or two later they're like our game starts with an s and the second word starts with an h and it's like yo you're doing this to yourself like what's going on with this and then they had like the thing I mentioned earlier where to watch their trailer, they like really tried to hype their trailer, but they're like, you have to install something on your PlayStation. They also delayed the trailer release like two times. Yeah. Um, and then even though they're like, you have to download it, it's the only way to watch it because we're going to do it in engine. It's going to be really high fidelity. They then posted that same video on Twitter and it was like 10 seconds of like a floorboard in someone's yes. shoe. And the reason people um, were losing their minds is they're like, because they were teasing about this app download. And it's like, it was the technically... I forget the exact wording. Something like the technically the, the app first. Was really big. Too. Yeah, it's this huge app, and it was like the first time PlayStation ever like promoted to download an app like this. So it's like, okay, it must be something, and people download it. Yeah, and it was just the stupid trailer of a footstep, um, in this woods. So, uh, you know, that's pretty dumb. It's it's dumb for me. I think it's the Mario voice cast and abandoned. But you personally really like the Mario voice cast. I do. I remember you bringing it up multiple times after the announcement. That's right. And that's right when you it. started and still on the podcast, you were tr- trying to be as polite as you can, telling me to shut up about this voice cast stuff. 
We I haven't even seen this as like the Mario voice cast has potential to get dumber because we haven't seen the plot of this live action Mario yeah. movie yet. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. It's under potential to get dumber. Okay, well, some things. Yeah, leaked. this could get worse. I it could. I think that is not in my top two here. I think it could yeah. win something. Yeah, I just don't think we have the perfect category fit for it. What you know? What is your top two, Leo? Uh, music and life is strange and Ubisoft quartz. Okay, Kyle, what's your top two? Um, Ubisoft. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not Ubisoft. Uh, no music in Life is Strange and Chris Pratt. Okay, hang on. Let me uh, look. This is this is no binding thing, but I think it's interesting to see. Uh, okay, Jeffum, what's your top two? Uh, no music. Hmm. I still really don't like the NFT stuff. I know we don't like it, but it. Is it the is the dumbest thing? I mean, it's, so many it's companies, dumb so too. many companies are getting into NFTs right now, just because Ubisoft was the first to rip off the bandaid and say, "Hey, we're putting it into Ghost Recon." Somebody in chat pointed out that our dumbest thing last year was the Super Mario All Stars scarcity, which is a aggravating thing as yeah. much as it is a dumb thing. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to say when I was trying to put down Kyle earlier. Janet is like, "Yeah, it doesn't need to be a silly thing. It can be it can be aggravating." Yeah, right. I just like but I think. Thing. I think the the Mario thing is dumber than even most things on here. So it is literally like it's and it's still dumb too. I think I think that's a great pick because people are still seeing that game in stores and they're like, "What? I thought it was going to be gone." And they're like, "I guess they're just still selling them." I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. And then they put the games on the ser- it get, it actually got only dumber from there. That's true. So that's like one of the dumbest things of so, all time. So what what would you be your two then? Yeah. Uh, mine is the no music and the uh the blue box thing okay did i add that did i add that one up there um and then blue box um sarah uh the no music in life and strange for sure for me because i had yeah. to experience it right you mm-hmm. lived um it. and then my gut is going with the nfts only okay. because it is inching closer and closer to my line of work right interesting and i'm scared i added mine in there as well okay um so i mean is this just it <laughs> i think so i know the vote's not binding but yeah did, yeah, did yeah. okay i did yeah so i mean we have five votes for no music and life is strange if you're a streamer and then ubisoft nfts is right there with three then chris pratt is mario reveal for two blue box for two is this it? Maximum I'm, is. I'm happy to go with the votes. I mean, I think I I, I think the Chris Pratt stuff is big, but like, totally... I, like I said, I'm happy to go with the vote. I think that's reasonable. Leo, can you crystallize in a very Quartzian way what is so dumb about the Ubisoft NFT and Ghost Recon thing? I think you're right that a lot of companies are getting in on it. You know, it is mm-hmm. almost weird to say Ubisoft did it just because they took the biggest L, maybe the biggest public L about it. Yeah. But it is indicative of a turn that happened this year. And this is a turn towards in-game cosmetic things that are supposedly unique to you, but just because of a serial number they have on them. It's not like nobody can have this kind of helmet. They just have to go into photo mode and zoom in to see that your number is different than theirs or whatever. Yeah. And the idea of getting into that kind of in-game market and in-game economy when so many games have tried it in different forms, not quite with NFTs, whatever, non-fungible, whatevers, but it's been tried and failed so many times, you know, the Diablo 3 market and whatnot. Right. That it is just 
truly one of the most uh, willfully blind moves, <laughs> like to to the needs of the market, to what the audience wants. These are very smart, Bullish. insightful comments about the market. But have you considered the fact that they said that Seth oh, Rogen was Donkey Kong? My, have you just God. thought about that as a dumb <laughs> no, thing? I, I, that? I like Where the Seth Rogen opinion. Yeah. Okay. If we were to say Chris Pratt as Mario popping up on screen is the best moment of the year, I would fight for that. <laughs> best moment. <laughs> Stiff competition, man. Okay. I think is this feeling locked in for folks? All right, do it. Let's go with it. Uh, number one dumbest thing, the maximum dumbest thing is no music in Life is Strange True Colors. If you're a streamer, otherwise known as just Alex flailing around the house in that game. Uh, and then the minimum is Ubisoft getting into the NFT business. Didn't they take that trailer down as well on YouTube after everybody yeah. nuked it from orbit? Well, here's the thing, though, is like I, it was unlisted. So people found it. Oh, so they didn't really? pull it down. People found it. And it wasn't supposed to be live. It's which got mixed up. Like a lot of people were writing weird stories that weren't mm. entirely accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't it's think that be really live changes. ever. I don't think so. But like, huh. I don't. I don't think that changes that it's dumb. But it is. You know, whether or not it's supposed to be publicly announced is up for debate. Right, right, right. Oh, somebody in the chat, correct me. I need two ends on the min for the list. Thank you. Thank you, Backstage Pass. By the way, yeah, you can watch us record all these debates live and jump in the chat yourself. Support us at the $10 tier. Thanks to everybody for jumping in here. Shazira, Justin, Starmine, Jake Zielsdorf, Aaron T, Beaten Down Brian, Kill Slayer. Your input is genuinely very helpful for these lists. For sure. Um, all right. Biggest news. Uh, somebody jumped the gun on there and wrote Suspicions Confirmed. Activision sucks. How do you how do you phrase this? <laughs> What's the best way to like legally or? <laughs> <laughs> um, Every time I thought that they hit like, rock bottom, yeah, they pulled out a shovel, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Right? Yeah. Every the, like, time I thought I was like, "This is this has to be is this has to be the worst." Like this is yeah. bad. And they were like, actually, no, we've actually, it's, it actually is much worse. Yeah. Right. You but would say like Activision Blizzard me. abuse exposed 20 times. Mm-hmm. Right. Would be out. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do we, how do we phrase that? Yeah. It's the, the question. Or even just like Activision allegations continue to snowball. Cause I think that kind of speaks to a little bit of like Sarah's comment of like, and then it kept going and then it kept yeah. going. And then there was more, and like, there's just a million articles yes. on this. Yes. For one reason. Like, that's awesome. That and there was so much there was, of it. But- there was California, the announcement yes. that California was suing. Activision, if you're looking for like the, the news story headline, like, yeah. yeah, that's that's yeah. the real yeah. central yeah. point there. Um, so this one we haven't talked about too much, but I think uh, Chris Pratt being cast as Mario. Pretty big news. deal. That was pretty big, big news. news. I think it's community. like the entire cast. Like, sh- like didn't like right. Twitter go down also like <laughs> in the middle so. of that? I actually, so. yeah, I paused mid engagement um, just to talk about this. Yeah. Um, okay, maybe that's not on there. Um, on the Blizzard front, it's like, I don't think it's it's going on the list, but Vicarious Visions being folded into Blizzard happened this year, which is a pretty big deal after... Yeah, that was a bummer. After they kicked so much ass on Tony Hawk Pro Skater remake, and then it's like, and now you're making Diablo stuff. Congratulations, everybody. Um, yeah. Jeff Jeff Kaplan leaving Blizzard, also a big deal, but like, yeah. there's only so much I mean, Blizzard I think you can put on here. I think there's a lot of stuff we could add to this list, and yeah. I think any other year... That'd be, I mean, we can still do it. Like, I'm down to just, like, think about, reflect on, like, the year for the sake of reflecting on the news. But I don't think anything is even close to Activision Blizzard's uh, abuse and allegations and lawsuits and that whole Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not even, like, the the second biggest story is, like, eight million stories down. Okay. 
Well, yeah, let's, let's, I mean, not to get ahead of right. ourselves, but that's probably going to be our Hang max. on. Hold <laughs> the phone, now. everybody. We have a contender. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what's on that list? Ages <laughs> Elba's Knuckles there in the is. new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Biggest news. Uh, I think also. And then when he said that he wasn't going to make Knuckles I sexy, was gonna and they immediately messed that up. Yes. And then everyone was like, I thought he wasn't going to be sexy. And like, I made that joke in my house and then like eight people made that joke on Twitter and then like five people wrote articles on that joke. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, what are you supposed to do if you're Idris Elba? It's supposed to be like, I'm going to make this the sexiest freaking thing you've ever heard. And then you hear it and it's like, oh, well, it's just your voice. Like, of course. Like, right. You're right. He was forced to. He's, he's back into a corner. Um, let's see. Uh, Google Stadia shutting down internal development. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, yeah, that we didn't talk about it in the story where Epic bought harmonics, but I hope whatever harmonics was making for, for Google stadia, I hope that gets out there in some way. I just want to see what their vision for a stadia project would have looked like, but yeah, yeah. I don't think Google's shutting down something it's doing. is going to be going to hang though. Yeah. I feel like that's a guaranteed once per year. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, did we, was last year, did Epic versus Apple or does that, did that started last year? year and then it concluded this year? Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, I feel like it concluded with a fart. Like it was just like nothing. Like no mm-hmm. one won. The consumers didn't benefit and in no any one way. Understood like, what the verdict? Meant. <laughs> well, then, I mean, yeah. Outside of like Shannon Learn Law, yeah, it's like Shannon Lau in the Washington yeah. Post did a great job covering that. Like she might be the only yeah, person who did. truly understood what was going on there. Um, but yeah, I kind of concluded, and both sides said we won, and then everybody else walked away. <laughs> um, let's see. Congrats. Uh, I've got a bunch, but everybody jump in if you'd like. Um, but uh, Gearbox sold to Embracer. It was embraced just like we'll all mm. be embraced one day by the sweet embrace in the sky. Um, <laughs> there was the CD Projekt Red hack, which I feel like right. it went yeah, quick, but that was a very big deal for a while there. Um, this one's a hot one. Six Days in Fallujah uh, was picked mm. back up. And developed by the Golem team. Uh, we lose Leo for a yeah. second. Here. I threw in PSVR 2 being announced. Because that was, yeah. was that this year or last year, though? Was that this year? It all blends I together. Forget. It might be last year. Yeah, but they just like revealed the controllers or whatever. Yeah, that was this year. Like, yep, that's May of this oh, year or March. It was. That's, yeah. that's weird. Okay, well, there you go. Yep. Uh, Sora and Smash. Kyle's at you. I. I like yeah. that. Uh, no, but I, I think uh, it's worth adding yeah, to discuss. Yeah. I was thinking best moment for that, but do we like it for biggest news? I think. Why, we, I, I brought it up for best. Oh, best thing, best moment. Okay. These are all confusing. There's um, different things. <laughs> yeah, best, um, I don't know. Wait, what is. Let me see. Best moment. It feels more like news. I, okay. Me. I think it has a better chance in biggest news. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Um, let's see. I mean, stuff like EA cancels Anthem next. Sony closes Japanese mm-hmm. studio. Like those, those were big. Epic buys the Fall Sony Guys studio. Like three studios this year, right? Housemark and and Blue Point. Yeah. yeah. Um, like those two, are big. I think that's uh, worth putting on. Somebody here, that does ports, and then somebody that does assistance on God of War was the last one. Yeah, so many. Um, thank you, Jennifer, for always being so informed. I feel like doing kind of funny games daily. You're like a great resource for the news stories every single day. Yeah, thanks. And then, you know, uh, the PlayStation stuff, obviously. Peace yeah. Love you, it's, uh, what's that this year? G4 coming back is just still yeah. so strange to me. Yeah. They might have announced that last year, though. Yeah. I honestly still don't really understand what, what that is. Is it just, it's a channel? Like, I have to buy channel. cable to watch. I see a lot of clips on YouTube. That's how I see G4 stuff now. Right, right. 
Uh, you can Met- watch the shows on YouTube, I think, still. Mm-hmm. Explain okay. Attack of the Show. Who's our little uh, Dread Boy like here? delayed. Yeah. I wrote it. People have been saying it in the comments. It's very true. The fact that Metroid Dread was it's, announced it's and just, released. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, that was fun. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. There's, I mean, this is pretty insidery, but Vinny, Alex, and Brad leaving Giant Bomb. I know it's not the typical thing, but like, you know, for me, that was probably one of the biggest holy F moments of the year. I'd probably do the subsequent launch of the of yeah. the Patreon. So yeah. next lander forms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a nerdy. It's, you know what? Greg I'm Miller gonna, has a baby. That was big, <laughs> big news. That's true. Uh, Greg Miller, Papa. Um, <laughs> the um, oh man, shots like kid. I got hella work off of that. I'm like, yeah, this is gr- congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Have more. Have you tried triplets? Uh, Just try. Maybe that you know. Maybe that's the best thing for Janet. Is what. <laughs> Um, I'm like, this is the happiest I've been that someone's pregnant. <laughs> I know it's not, we don't care that much about the game, but I think it was big news when MLB The Show, the Sony published game, uh, was like, yeah, Game Pass Day 1, dropping the bomb. That was a yeah, cool. weird yeah. industry moment. Um, um, I don't know if this really counts because it's more of a rumor than anything, but like PlayStation's, uh, I guess Spartacus will be more next year's stuff. They're like, right. yeah, that's competitor that. Yep. It's more of a rumor than anything, so I don't know. Uh, no, I think that's I think that's worth putting for big news. PlayStation, Spartacus. Spartacus. Yeah, so if you're not familiar, it, yeah, might be competing, trying to compete with Game Pass in a bigger way. With a multi-tier system. Oh, yeah, so, uh, Aaron, T, Aaron T's snapping with the just the, uh, the contributions. Uh, Steam Deck? Because wasn't that yep, like announced yep, this year? Yep, absolutely. Steam Deck announced. I think that's absolutely. a big one. Um, what about um, you still can't buy next-gen consoles? Is like kind of an ongoing... I feel like I see that headline every month. Yeah. So just uh, supply chain. Chip shortage. Yeah, yeah supply yeah. chain, chip shortage. All that stuff. Target stopped selling Pokemon cards. It was a weird news story. That was wild. Yeah. People keep hurting each other over them. Mm-hmm. Who can resist? Yeah, the sign at my local Target says, for the safety of our employees. Oh, my yeah. God. That is so sad. Uh, free radical reform. They're making a new time splitters, but you know, a, a smaller one. You know, I'm excited about that. Um, IGN posts and then takes down the Palestinian aid thing. If we're talking just oh, yeah. big oh, talkers from this year, also Game yeah. Informer did the same thing. Um, and quietly taken down and not really. I mean, Janet, maybe you're closely or see it better but like have they had any follow-up to that game informer no 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 ign oh yeah i mean they i mean they they put it back and they wrote like a little note and stuff and had like they're like these are editorial policies that like i think already were posted somewhere maybe they edited them slightly to clarify the process of Taking things down and how they have like an ombudsman now and all this extra stuff. So. But but they, they said something, wasn't it like they had a message that was signed by the IGN editorial staff? Like, oh, yeah. this is not okay before. to have the company shut this down on our behalf. Like editorial needs to stay editorial. Yeah, um, they okay. did write that and they people signed it. Yeah. And, and then, I don't think any further like action that we could that the public could see was right, done other right. than that. I mean, I, I know there were like behind the scenes, or I'm sure there were behind the scenes like conversations, but yeah. you know, no one walked out or logged out or yeah. slid away or anything like that. And I know we talked about on the podcast, but it's just that 
you know, no matter how you feel about the specifics, it's just the idea of a corporation stepping in and squashing editorial division and then never following up on it, just quietly stamping out stories um, or loudly stamping out stories. Uh, let's see. Perfect Dark being co-developed by Crystal Dynamics. It was a big news story for me as a weird thing, but that's you know specific. Um, I'm not the most clued into this. What about the... Um, oh, take it away. Who just no. copied it? No, take it away in a good way, as in explain it. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I thought you didn't want it on there. I, yeah, no, I think that's concerned. a good entry. Take it away. Take concerned. it away now. I was just getting. I was getting bored with like the actual news titles. Right, right, but right. Concerned announcing the new haunted chocolate game that he's working on. It's really good. It's super exciting. He is officially. He's still working on Stardew Valley, but he's officially picked up his next big game. Yes, yes, and it does look very cool. Even though it looks very Stardew Valley, um, but that was a weird thing. And ghosts. Mm-hmm. And ghosts. Chocolate and ghosts is not the theme I expected for that. Um, what about the, the Twitch leak? Oh, hello. Um, where they revealed all the sub prices for all that stuff from oh, everybody yeah. that came out this year. I mean, I don't remember anything too no, huge. But... Forgotten a lot. I forgot a lot of stuff personally. That's all I'm realizing. Yeah. Um, and for me, a big one, and I'm curious to see the group's reaction, is uh, Game Stonk crap. GameStop becoming a meme happened right. at the start was of this that year. Last year, that was this year. I really? it was like 2020. It was like absolutely the start of this year. This was like a bad year Are of like sure? having yes. to learn I'm things. I'm pretty sure that was the end of 2020. Look it up, Sarah. I'm, I'm, you can consider it for 2021. Look it up, Sarah. Look it up. <laughs> um, no, it's definitely it's yeah, it's definitely this year. It was 10 months oh ago. Yeah, God. the fact no. that Joe Biden weighed in in a president or like, you know, to the press about GameStop as a stock. Elon Musk was tweeting about the power of buying stock. You know, we talked Times about person it. of the year. That's it. Oh like the fact that the very same, this company that we're not fans of that we all worked for for many Ooh. years, that they became a symbol of sticking it to the man by buying this stock, I think is absolutely bananas. And to me is near the top of this list. Certainly um, for the, the former GI crew, like of all yes. the stocks in the world, <laughs> like it oddly makes sense that this would be the ironic one. But of course, what a ridiculous yeah. thing we never would have expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, type it away. Uh, Xbox changing the gold price and then immediately going back on it. Like that was totally wild. PlayStation did a similar thing with the um, rolling back, the shutting down stores. Um, so it was like the year of people being like, LOL, JK, don't be mad, um, which usually they just do whatever. Yeah, Nintendo holds their price hike. <laughs> like we're really not playing with the other people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ah, sorry. That's good. I move that. Yep. Um. Let's see, Jeff. Did you add that last one? No. Are Let's you sure? <laughs> Sarah. Chair returns. I'm sorry. I just kind of want to put these things in just to put them in. You have to and say so you it. guys don't notice, and then you'll come back and you'll be like, who put this here? Yeah, you can't be a little stinker. This is a time to be a public <laughs> big stinker. Okay, I added Froggy Chair Returns to Animal Crossing, which is big news to me personally. That's right. Yeah. That was huge. Certainly League huge. of Legends TV show, actually good. Ooh. Ben. I haven't watched yeah. it yet, though, so to I To be determined. Oh, all right. Well, there we go. <laughs> um, Netflix gaming, like, that rolled yeah. out. Oh, I haven't yeah. had time with oh, it, yeah, so yeah. I don't know. If there's what is I don't like, have too much more to say, but you can play like Candy Crush or something. It's just like phone games right now, right? Uh, yeah, but yes, and okay. they have they acquired a studio though. They also acquired uh, the studio that made Oxenfree after part after Night School. Right. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like after school yeah. night party. Mm-hmm. Night school. <laughs> I love a good yeah. after school night party. That's like primo mm-hmm. living. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a pretty good list. Anybody else have something else for throwing in here? All right, we got for the biggest news list for 2021: Activision Blizzard abuse snowballs, Idris Elba is knuckles, Google Stadia is shutting down internal development, Epic versus Apple conclusion, uh, Gearbox sold to Embracer, CD Projekt Red hack, Six Days in Fallujah revived, PSVR two announced, Sora and Smash, Sony buys Bluepoint and Mediatonic and more. Next Lander forms, Greg Miller is a papa, uh, MLB the show on Game Pass, Metroid Dread announced, released, ignored by Jeffum, PlayStation Spartacus uh, leaked, Steam Dead anna- Steam Deck announced, supply chain slash chip shortages target stops selling pokemon cards free radical is back ign takes down palestinian aid support uh, without uh, follow-up concerned ape makes new haunted chocolatier game twitch leak game stonk stuff xbox changing the gold price and then going back on it playstation does a similar thing with store shutdowns froggy chair returns to animal crossing and night flick night net night flicks net school uh netflix gaming featuring night school that was the last one uh all right in my mind, yeah, Activision is on it. It's it's up here. There's it no way that's not making it. It's the number one. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think I think you're totally right. Um, Kyle, what do you like for for something being up there? Um, I mean, number two for me would be Game Stonk. Same. Here. Like I didn't even realize that was this year. Yeah. but that's huge to me. Absolutely yeah. bananas. Like this is, I think, what I look for in a biggest news thing is opening the browser, seeing a headline, and just going. What? And I could not imagine a bigger example of that this year than GameStop. Yeah. I mean, also, I'm getting, you know, hearing from family members that I hadn't heard from in a while being like, what's up with that GameStop stuff? You still work there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody texted. I had multiple people text me yeah. about, like, yeah, you still got stock in GameStop. I'm like, no, I never did. Granted, I then did and I made $70 and then cashed out immediately and I can uh, take that to my grave. Um, but <laughs> it, Game Pass. What's that? Just get Game Pass. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good use for it. Um, yeah, that's certainly up there for me. Sarah, what do you like? I agree. The Activision Blizzard and the GameStop stuff are probably yeah. the biggest thing. Not the funnest things, which is... Definitely not. But this is not the funnest <laughs> things category. Right, so. right. That's for the 210s list next week. Janet, what do you, what do you think? I'm in the same boat. I think those yeah. are the biggest stories. Uh, glancing at the list, the other reason I think that is because everything else is for the most part, like, leaks, hacks, or small industry moments. I mean, they're big deals to the studios involved, for sure, mm-hmm. like acquisitions and, and closures, but it's pretty run-of-the-mill for, like, yeah, people acquire things and people shut down right, things, right. but these two kind of stand out to me. I do think, I mean, it's not a great headline, like, pinpoint headline, but I do think when you look back at 2021, hopefully when you look back, that the supply chain stuff is going to be a, a pretty well, big yeah, deal. Well, yeah, and, and that, one, that one, the headline is... PS5 in stock at Best Buy right now. Go buy it. And never mind, it's gone. A thousand times. Yeah. (laughs) Right, right. I think, too, like to acknowledge the scarcity stuff that has cut across like all of gaming um, Uh in a really unique way. Like, there's not a lot of things that affect everybody in that way where we have like it's ps5 it's series x it's nintendo stuff to a degree it is like why the play date hasn't come out yet it's why steam deck is struggling mm-hmm. it's why yeah, you PC probably graphics cards graphics card. yeah, yeah. PC so, graphics cards i can't get into my final fantasy 14 because of the queue being too long because there's not enough servers right it's such a weird idea it's literally touched like everyone yeah 
it is such a weird weird way yeah i know i was just thinking about like oh maybe it's time to upgrade my graphics card and then it's just this realization of like oh no you just can't do that right now (laughs) you can't do that for probably a couple years it's it's something new for some very spoiled americans i think um yeah i think this i think this seems about right um the activision blizzard stuff it's it you know we talked about it with the with the keely and the game awards but I do think it was so weird how that whole story unfolded. We're starting out. It was so much, oh, Blizzard, tisk tisk. Look at Blizzard. Look at these stories about Blizzard. And then it evolved into, oh, Activision. Look at all these stories about Activision. I think it's important to keep zooming out. It is not like this is stuff is only happening at Activision. This is happening in, I would certainly imagine, every video game publisher out there. It's just they are under the microscope right now. So I feel like the way even Activision, they tried to like quarantine it to just being Blizzard. I feel like the video game industry is doing that a little bit now for quarantine it to be like, oh, you know, the abuse and terrible stuff in this industry. It's such a terrible place to work for women. That's just an Activision thing. Let's say nay, nay, nay to that. But absolutely every company out there um, in this industry has serious problems to fix. Yeah, but it's like the the amount of stuff that came out would be big news for any size of studio. And the fact that it was like one of the absolute biggest in the industry by far. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no one's denying these two. Deny these two or forever hold your peace. I might switch the GameStop stuff out with the supply chain stuff. Mm. Just because that that touched so many more lives. Like the GameStop stuff. Yeah. It was, you know, it was like kind of more of a blip. Whereas Mm. the supply chain stuff is just dragging. Yeah. I mean, if you look at that stock, it's still, it is still way up there. It is still absurd. It's a slight more of a blip. But again, when three of us used to work there, four of us used to work there like it's it's tough not to feel extra weight for that i get it i uh, think for me the the weight of gamestop is more like even like personal associations aside like yeah as much as people want to drag gamestop like it is such a pillar in the gaming community especially when you zoom out and realize that the gaming community is so much bigger than everyone on this show and backstage because those are like really hardcore people like everyone mm-hmm. that's on this call or watching this call right now or like really into games at a high level right. versus like music of all gamers like that is going into GameStop and you know and I think like a lot of the you know dissing or obviously GameStop got problems right I'm not saying it's like a great place to work or anything <laughs> oh, like that yes. or doesn't have shady practices or isn't kind of whack with certain things but ultimately that is the common place for gaming and it's kind of like without that there's we lose like a big pillar of what it means to have gaming be mainstream in my opinion and i know we are going more digital so i get like brick and mortar is kind of gonna go away through nature but you know i think with the day we do lose gamestop will be a big deal and to me like the stock thing was like a big you know way to kind of bolster that up and i think it is important to have stuff like that visible and around in in the community um yeah, and then I don't know, the supply chain stuff, it's rough though, because that really has cut across, but I also suspect that it'll it'll stay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the reason I, I I wouldn't be upset either way if we could pick GameStop or the supply chain, but why I'm thinking maybe we should go with GameStop is GameStop is more of a specific story. Like we yeah, can point totally. to a singular story, or like Activision, we can point to like, you know, IGN has their collection of like the timeline so far, or we could point to the original California lawsuit or something, while the supply chain there's a, the closest to a specific story is like the stuff with the Suez Canal. But <laughs> right, other than right. that, I feel like it's just more of a bigger theme. Like if we had a more themed based category, I think that'd be good for that. But for yeah. specific stories, probably the the stocks, I think. I hear you. Uh, former GameStop boys, you feel about the same? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the president talked about it. 
president talked about GameStop. <laughs> Stop. You're president, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Biggest news for 2021. We got maximum news stories that Activision Blizzard abuse snowballs, and the minimum is two with two ends, of course, is uh, GameStop meme stock. Hey, Kyle, do you know how this whole thing operates? I think it's Patreon. You know it's Patreon, baby. Patreon.com slash minmax with two N's. If you enjoy the show, you can help support the show. If you've enjoyed uh, our show this year, thank you. First of all, thanks for the help spreading the word. And you can help support this and let us continue growing. All you got to do is just go on your nearest computer or phone and go to Patreon.com slash minmax with two N's. Just look at those tiers. Look at the options. Hopefully one thing will pop out to you. And thank you to some of our biggest supporters like the wonderful folks at Diverge Coffee. They want everybody to know a very important thing. They say, Bryant and Nick here with Diverge Coffee. We want to sincerely thank all the MinMaxers that have given us a shot and supported us by trying our coffee. You've made our first advertising venture such a success that we're able to continue supporting MinMax. With the holidays, we wanted to do a bit extra. If you add a note to your order and tell us that it's a gift, we will festively wrap your order of coffee and put any personalized note of your choosing inside the box. Then your friends and family can open the objectively best gift on Christmas morning, fresh coffee! Whether you're buying a gift or buying for yourself, don't forget to use the code MINMAX with two N's at checkout to get 15% off of your code. Have a Merry Christmas from Bryant and Nick at Diverge Coffee. Just lovely. Also thanks to the wonderful folks over at Fixture Gaming. They want everybody to know about the Fixture S1, which is a clip that you put on your Nintendo Switch Pro Controller so that you can play on the go anywhere you want with the best Nintendo controller. You slide the screen into the top of the clip because Jeff, what's better than that Switch Pro Controller, baby? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. That is truly the best thing. And you can get it by following the link below. You can check it out on Amazon. It's $35. There's also a carrying case bundle if you're interested in that. And thank you to the folks at, I mean, this is number one thanks in a lot of ways, the wonderful folks at I Am 8-Bit. They want people to know about Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion, the vinyl soundtrack, which you can get in their wonderful online store. It comes with a character sticker sheet, and the music is by James Courier and Ryan Barbone. I'm 8-Bit has been a wonderful supporter of MinMax uh, for many years now. They have shipped out hundreds and hundreds of things from their online store to the MinMax community. Whoever submits the best question of the week, there's no questions this week, but please help give thanks to I'm 8-Bit by going to their online store and using the promo code TurboTime. TurboTime, no space, everybody. TurboTime, and you can get 10% off everything under $100 in their wonderful online store. So help support them because they support us in a big way. All right, on with the show. This is it. This is it. This is it. Uh, the next category, everybody. The category is the game we all agree is probably good, but we didn't play. It could be just also known as the I'm Sorry Award because we read a lot of YouTube comments and people have a lot of thoughts on what we need to play and how we're blowing it. And this is this is a shout out to all you fine folks out there for how we're blowing it. I think this it. is where we've really overprepared Ooh. this category. Um, so many games <laughs> run through my head right now. Uh, that, that Tales of Arise, that could go on there. Okay, hang on. Okay, yeah. okay. okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. We gotta type it out. You're writing. Said. Okay, Sarah, this, that's, that's a that is a solid eight. first entry right there. Sarah, that's that really fine. good. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I just let everybody down. And this is yeah, Shimigami Tensei Five. Um, it's very, it's very good. We don't doubt that it's very good. But Sarah, did you even start it? I'm not judging. I'm just, it's just kind of a beast. I'm like yep. afraid of it. Like yep. this is games that I'm afraid of. Yes. And it's this one. Yes. 
And I also, I feel like, and maybe Tales of Arise goes on this list, but I like feel Jan like said, JRPG yeah. fans, mm-hmm. whether you finish Tales of Arise or not, you expended your JRPG points on that game. Yeah. And then, and then Shin Megami came out, and you're like, I've already used up my JRPG points for 2021. I'm sorry. Now, to be fair, to be fair, Tales of Arise, I did start it. I played about three hours of it, and I liked it a lot. So that's a slight ding for this category. Um, but yeah. I didn't finish it, and I I don't understand the beauty of Tales of Arise at this point. I understand that. I just don't know if I can handle another Tales game. Like I'm yeah. sure it's good. Yeah. But uh, how is it? How is it good compared to like other Tales games? Like what is it doing? Well, you should listen to Kelsey Lewin on the podcast. Um, hey, Janet, do you want to explain what you're typing when you're typing it? <laughs> yeah, sure. I just didn't want to cut anybody off. Um, Tales of Arise, I put on there, and yeah. yeah, you did the three hours, so maybe that's enough but also like is nah, it it's uh, not it's not it enough it's not enough <laughs> uh monster Hunter rise i was like i don't know how to play this game and i'm not gonna learn okay. monster Hunter stories 2 which i couldn't remember the name of yeah a lot of people were like this is actually really good totally. and it's even you're gonna like it even if you don't like it's not monster hunter regularly so you'll it'll be i'm like i'm not gonna do that though no. and, probably good <laughs> it's great it's like pokemon I, I i hear it's fantastic i i have failed my jrpg roots this year i really have let everybody down on that front. Um, did anybody play Delta Rune Chapter Two? No, but that's not even a full game. Like, okay, you know. all right, noted. But on the <laughs> list, it's gonna be some people's it. game of the year. Yeah, I think so. I, I I was planning on playing it next week, actually. Oh, okay. For what it's worth, <laughs> uh, I just added Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. Yes, which that kind of goes on because it came out like what two days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I have started it, but have not played enough to generate an opinion about it. But yep. people seem to like it. Uh, this one's a shout out to our fallen brethren. Um, technically, I've played the tutorial, <laughs> but Guilty Gear Strive. I understand everybody loves sure. it. Zuriel, we miss you dearly. Come home. But if you miss him as an audience member, you can always check out the deepest dive in Halo Infinite, where he's great. So check that out, please. Uh, did it, did any of us play Lost Judgment? No, I think that's a great oh, one. No. That's, that's a good one. thing. Yeah. Why are all these words lavender? Who's doing that to me? It's not me. Did I do so that? probably frog. your keyboard. Do you think? Do I need to get a new keyboard? Should I just order yeah. one real quick? Oh, might Maybe as well. One. Um, are there any Sable champions here? Did we all... I I, I like Sable it. a lot. I only okay. I played a few hours. Okay, all right. But I, I'll be talking about it probably. Uh, Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. I played that. You did? That's right. Okay. Like um, six hours of it. Nice. Eastward? Didn't get out of the tutorial. I played Eastward. Okay. I played a little bit. I played some yeah. Eastward. Okay, good. Um, here's a controversial one. I'm bracing for impact. I'm going to feel the internet. What are you going to, what are you going to, what are you doing? Sarah. What are you oh. doing? I feel like this is going to hurt me personally. It, you no, doing? you're the best, you're the best out of all of are us. Are you writing Echoes of the Eye? No, I'm not going to write Echoes of the Eye. Uh, does Inscription belong on this list? Like Janet, did you finish Inscription? Did anybody finish, finish Inscription? Define finish. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't finish it, but I tried I'll, I'll try to be brief. I played it again yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to rock this whole thing until credits roll. Like, it's going to, mm, nope, not not for me. It's not for me not either. I thought it could be. I was like, even though I don't like card games, I like inscription. Yeah. That was a lie that I didn't know I was telling. And if you heard that, don't don't go there. Yeah. You don't need to be there. It's not the entry point I thought it would be. Sure. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Talking about inscription now, you know, I feel guilty. Yes, for how I talked about it being earlier how you on. I was like, people. Yeah, yeah. if you're not into deck builders, you can still get into this. And I think the early part of the game you can, and mm-hmm. then it kind of becomes, oh, this is the most deck buildery deck builder I've ever 
deck oh, building. building. Really? Yeah. 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 And that's when so, I fell off of it. I mean, so yeah, fact, it's like I played a few hours, but point. there's a lot that I don't even. That know, seems like it's disqualified. What I think it's disqualified, but it is a heads up disclaimer. This group is not Gaga over inscription when I realize that half the internet's yeah. Gaga over inscription. But okay. Um, this seems like a good list to me. Uh, people are saying oh, how, Griplands, about, how about uh, Call of Duty Vanguard? Do we all agree it's probably good? I don't agree. I'm sure it's I mean, fine. I heard it was fine. I heard it was just as good as any other campaign. Yeah. Maybe a little bit better, but not okay, rapidly. Uh, how about Darkest Dungeon 2? Early access, but that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have played a good bit of that. Oh, Maybe not quite oh, a good okay. bit, but... All right. Okay. Okay. I also, I, I, I don't know if we want to knock stuff off, but, like, I, I played a decent amount of Monster Hunter Rise. It's the most oh. Monster Hunter I've played. Oh, I great. put, like, 10 or 12 hours into I it. I played a little bit of it, too. Oh, well, there we go. That's off. Okay. Yeah. Take yeah. it off the list. Like, I feel like I have played enough to generate my opinion on it, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the list right now of games we all agree are probably good. We just didn't play... Shin Megami Tensei 5, Tales of Arrive, Ma- Ma- Tales of Arise, Monster Hunter Stories 2, Delta Rain Chapter 2, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, Guilty Gear Strive, Lost Judgment, Grifflands, Call of Duty Vanguard, Darkest Dungeon 2. Oh, Her- I didn't even notice Grifflands. I've played a ton of that. Oh, okay. I didn't sorry. even think about it, though, for this year. Yeah, the community suggested it. Um, yeah, write Great that one game. down for next week, Leo. Um, yeah, very well. Oh, uh, Pray, Pray, Pray to the Gods came out a few days ago, too. Is that, do we all agree? Is, is it good? I mean, it's oh, okay. Shadow right. of the Colossus. It is Shadow of the right. Colossus. Um, uh, now I feel like it's definitely not good. I don't like Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> Janet, get out of here. Get out of it's here. It's dusty. Saying that it's type of thing is optional. You, do, you don't have to go out of your way to, to, to bash this beloved <laughs> yes, and game. And then they remade it and it was still dusty. And then they remade it again and it was still dusty. Get off the and call! Was in, like, the desert, that is outrageous. We don't need to so do this, boring. Janet. We have enough like, to debate uh, about. We don't need to do it. Holy climbing up the thing. I Janet, the you place. don't need to do it. Don't need to do it. Don't do this. Don't take these hits. Like, should uh, I care to uh, call? Like, I don't know. It just doesn't, it's not doing it. it. Hey, look, Boyfriend Go Dungeon. Boyfriend Dungeon's stop. on the list. Boyfriend Dungeon's on the list. That's that's a great call. Great call, whoever no, Boyfriend Dungeon, I did play some of that. I don't think it's, I also don't think it's that wavy either. All right, like, okay. Oh, oh. okay. The dungeon stuff wasn't that good, and the boyfriend nope. stuff was also just okay. Like, <laughs> personally. I take I've been saying that for that. years. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think <laughs> this list. Not a Boyfriend Dungeon. <laughs> I think this list for the top two for me are Shin Megami Tensei Five and Guilty Gear Strive? But honestly, uh, no. I I would say Shin Megami and Lost Judgment. That's what I would say too. Lost Judgment Lost is high Judgment. up there. Me looking at this list, yeah. I think the one I'm missing the out the most by not playing is Delta Rune Chapter Two. I also agree with that, but I do intend to play it. That just one, not this year. You're right, though, Janet's right. Like it has like that. I don't think we can feel like guilty about it because it's just an episodic entry, you know? It's like, we're, we're all planning also, on playing it eventually. They're all putting out the rest all together. Like, right. he, like, Toby Fox is like, the next time I drop something, it's going to be everything. I mean, he was just like, I only dropped this because y'all are sad in the pandemic, which is like, the most subtle, highest flex. Like, <laughs> I'm a bless you with my art because some of y'all right. look depressed on the internet. Like, it was kind of wild. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I get that for sure. We're cool. planning like, on playing you know, it. Cool it but. Everything else here, we're not planning on playing. If we're being honest with ourselves. Well, well Shovel Knight. Yeah, Shovel Knight. Yep, it's true. I, I meant to play it this morning, actually. Um, yeah, but that that's also like, that's just a product of it coming out too late. And for that, mm-hmm. at that point, yep. we should just consider it next yeah. year because it's beyond when we can talk well, about it. If Kyle, that, that's not like I slept on this for months and months and months. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you halfway, Jeff. I'm, in that, like, I do plan on playing more of it with the intention to discuss it this week. But I like your reasoning of like, just because it just came out, mm-hmm. isn't a good enough reason for it to be here. Yeah. It's a, it's about sleeping on games, not uh, I didn't have enough time. And you know? partially, I think partially admitting you'll never play it. I wouldn't yes. mind if this sure. category yeah. was called, but we'll never play. Yeah, it. yeah. 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 Um, I, I think Shovel Knight and Pray to the Gods go off for that okay. reason, because like, I, I do want to play both of those. So. Sure. Um, here's the thing. Guilty Gear Strive. Uh, I have no doubt in my heart and soul that it has a much higher Metacritic than Lost Judgment. Now, how much that matters for this category, how much better it is of a game than Lost Judgment, Like, I think fighting game fans like Serial, if we're channeling uh, our, the beloved spirit of Serial... Like, he loves that game. Whereas people that like Lost Judgment like it, but in the history of Yakuza, I don't think it's nearing the top third from everything I've heard about it. I mean, it's an 82% on Metacritic. Okay, that's higher than I thought. Uh, it's... My thing is, like, we're just... We just don't have a fighting game person here. And it's... Mm-hmm. We're, we're not sleeping on Guilty Gear Strive you know, for any other reason, then we don't, we don't really, none of us play fighting games. So I don't, yeah. I don't particularly feel bad about that in the same way that we all lost our minds over the last Yakuza game that came out was right. it last year. Yep. And, and, and I'm sure we'd all love to play another Yakuza, Yakuza game, but we just, none of us made time for it. None of us got to it. I think you're right. I Half think- of us are probably burnt out on it and just not ready to, to play another huge Yakuza game. I think that's right. I think this category is strongest with that feeling of guilt. And I think there is more guilt Mm -hmm. about lost judgment than guilty gear strive, despite the name. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For me. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. All right. Is the maximum on this list, Shin Megami Tensei five and the minimum lost judgment. I don't know what one thing about Shin Megami Tensei five. Is there a reason that like, and this is not like I, I didn't play these games. That's yeah. the one they're on the list. But that <laughs> that Shimigami Tensei is like over Tales of Arise. Is it a consensus in the mm. community that that is a better game I, within that genre? The Metacritics are very I, similar. I feel like I know genre. a lot of people that started Tales of Arise. Yes. Is the thing. Like even also, in this room. And I started uh, it. Yeah. It, it, that's a small yeah, thing against but, it. But um, also, I think the I, fans, I almost, I, like I said, I almost feel like it would be flipped if Shimigami had come out first. I think Tales of Arise would be on the list. I think if, everyone just used their their JRPG energy. To be fair, I feel like we had a good conversation with Kelsey Lewin about Tales of Arise on this podcast. And Janet, you've been noting for a long time that there have been a lot of comments about what are you idiots doing? Why aren't you talking about Shin Megami Tensei 5? And I feel like that's a a factor for the category, right? What are you idiots doing? uh, I mean, I feel like they're both the same difference, which I know is going to offend like a lot of different people. Yep. <laughs> but you know, like I think they both like are you know because because of the genre similarities. Like I, I'm not married to either. I just wanted to know that. Yeah. We had a reason for putting one above yeah. the other. I think those are those are my small reasons for putting Tales of Rise down. Uh, I also feel like because Persona has become such a mainstream game now, but like Shin Megami is not because Persona is a Shin Megami spinoff. And it's weird that even with all the success of Persona, Shin Megami's not like breaking through. I don't know. That that makes it feel and it makes it feel like it belongs more to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. All right. Maximum for the game we all agree is probably good, but we didn't play. Shin Megami Tensei five. We understand it's great. We're happy everybody loves it. Uh Bianca Reichert, you can stop texting me about it. I understand it's great. The minimum <laughs> is lost judgment. Here we go, everybody. All right, now this is getting scary. Now this is 
this is where, hey, this is where we have to take off the kid gloves. This is the real freaking deal. Down to best character. Best character of 2021. <sighs> Who wants to lob one up there? I know we were talking about inscription. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. What's happening? Sorry. Jinx. Um, we were just talking about inscription in the context of not having finished it. But right. I know enough to know that the the antagonist you're up against when you start that game, Leshy is his name, is a wonderful character. And he kind of plays all of the bosses you come up against and all the right. other figures you bump into and puts on these different masks and has these different personalities for him. Definitely a standout for me this year. Okay. So he's the guy across the table in the very beginning? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I Mm-hmm. Um, what is Mothman? Who, who's doing this? Right. Uh, so I don't know what his official name is, but you know that Janet played the medium. Mm-hmm. Troy you Baker, know the bad guy in the yeah. medium. What a performance! Yeah, the guy uh, with the moth that yells in me over and over again. And it's like it's like weirdly sexual, not sexual. Like I want to wear your skin. Also, I'm really tall. Also, this is mandatory stealth, but the stealth is poorly designed. Huh. An iconic that moment. I smear shmer- you. Okay. I want to crawl into your flesh. So yeah. Mothman's butt is on the list. Okay. Um, Sounds like a really compelling character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now someone else has been typing, so someone else better be talking. I'm ready to talk about mine. I haven't written it yet. Cool. Well, hang on. Don't, don't type it out yet. Yeah, who typed the baby? That was me. I think they played the starring role in that game. Okay. I think in that's Resident solid. Village. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Certainly when you think... Resident Evil Village, a lot of people would say Lady D, but I think that's just wider mm-hmm. internet, but it seems like people that have played it post-playing it would say it, the baby is a more memorable character than Lady D. Is that fair to say? I mean, there's, there's like even some post-credit stuff there, I suppose, yeah. right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, hold on. When you say, again, this is like the spoiler debate. When you say the baby, mm-hmm. you mean like the baby. Oh, I mean the no, baby. Chapter, baby chapter I mean, two baby. I mean, not the not the monster not baby. Rose. I mean the baby baby. Oh, I thought you meant monster you baby. Mean Rose. No, oh, I would take I take other baby over baby Rose. Baby Rose and her big old head. <laughs> okay, interesting. Okay, so baby Rose. Let's be specific. I had to piece that baby back together, piece by piece. Okay, okay. Baby Rose in Resident Evil Village. Um, who typed the next one? This is why we should save typing. Oh, this was- Okay. This is uh, me, uh, Colt and or Juliana. I can take either of them. I also really like um, Alexis Dorsey um, or Alex Dorsey. I forget. From Deathloop? Uh, from Deathloop as well. Um, yeah. You know, I think they sort of speak for themselves. But I mean, I think the way that their quips back and forth are really memorable. And even though the overall plot of Deathloop, I think, is lacking in some regards, the world building and the characters um, are really well done. Yeah. Uh, and then Dorsey is the uh, the snobby bougie party guy who loves craft beer and like loves himself um he was like my favorite visionary personally so uh yeah i think any I think, of any of those people i think we give them their due i think it's uh i think you space it out you, you give colt and juliana i think they're worthy of their own entries right seems like a shame to rope those two together um here we go kyle kyle's typing it out Returnal. <laughs> He's typing out the uh, Eternal. So yeah, Celine is the protagonist from Returnal who you play as, and um, the whole game is an exploration of her psyche and right. everything that's happened to her, and that extends into the gameplay. One of the reasons Returnal is so challenging and beats you uh, back so hard is because 
that is part of Celine's character. That's who she is. That's what she's going through. Mm-hmm. And I think it's expertly executed. And I think I know Celine really well. And I have a lot of compassion for her and everything she's going through. And uh, I think she's a wonderful character. I love it. I love it. And you don't and you don't see like middle aged women as like protagonists in video games. Absolutely, like, that's worth celebrating. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, what about this? Is a weird one. Unpacking woman. <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> like I don't it's know how you phrase it. It's like the weirdest approach to a character, but we know the intimate mm-hmm. details of that character's life better than any other character on this list, even if we don't know her name. Right? Do we ever learn mm-hmm. her name? Nope. Um, okay, so an oddball, but it kind of celebrates what makes unpacking interesting, just as a narrative. Because if you don't know, the whole point of the game is you're unpacking her belongings into all of her houses throughout her life. Um, I think though. So. At the risk of getting ahead of ourselves because I'm yeah. really knocking things down. I would argue the way that the I would that the art, the writing, or the story, the narrative design of that game is what's shining, not the yeah. character. Yep, it's I the think way you're that right. You learn who that character is. Like, I don't think you're going to look back and be like, "I loved Unpacking Woman." Yes, you're I think right. You look back and say, "I love the narrative design of this game and the way that they showed character without through objects." Yes, I think you're totally right. Um, I have added Jackie Wells from Cyberpunk 2077 to this list. I love Certainly it. the thing that stayed with me the most since playing that game all those years ago was Jackie Wells and the ways you interacted with him throughout that whole campaign, throughout his whole story. Yeah. Now, if you're not a historian, you might recall last year for the two tens on the Min-Max show, we were debating whether we can include Cyberpunk 2077. And I said, yes, for the love of God, include it now because we're never going to remember anything about 2077 next year. And I was shot down. And so, look. Love it or love it, this year, Cyberpunk is a contender for all this stuff. Just keep that in mind. So, Jackie Wells, great addition. Leo, I love it. I love that you did Thank that. You. Thank you. Um, this one was on earlier during, if I couldn't tell if it was a joke phase or not, but sincerely, I think Samus Aran uh, belongs on this list this I, year. I, yeah, I wrote that earlier with, with sincerity. I, I like who she is a lot in that game. And uh, just to think, sure. now, Leo, I will not have you screen. To think of, like, Gaming, <laughs> one of gaming's biggest icons that's been done dirty narratively for 20 years finally gets this entry where not only is every cutscene in that game and every moment just saying, hell yes, this character is so badass. It's basically what's great about that moment in Empire Strikes Back, uh, just to get really nerdy, you know, where they open the door and then Vader standing there and Han Solo just immediately starts shooting him. Just like that zero hesitation, complete badass. Like, bah! it's that moment throughout the entire game for Samus in Metroid. It's like, it's so nice to see Nintendo and Mercury Stream, Mercury Stream nail that character once and for all. Like this is finally the badass bounty hunter that we've always wanted. And it's, I was going to say it's the most personal depiction of her story, but I guess that's other M and I guess we won't get too much into that. Um, but yeah, I, I absolutely love her. And like, there's so many cutscenes in that game where it's just a close up of her visor and I love it. I just soak it in compared to a character that I should be more nostalgic about, which is Master Chief. Cause I'm not really a big Metroid guy, but like every close up of Master Chief's visor, it's like, okay, fine, whatever. But like every solitary shot of Samus and just her studying her environment with that visor is so sweet. Um, I think this is a good year to give her her due. Um, people are continue typing who's all right this is you sarah for next one. Oh, mine is the prisoner from outer wilds echoes of the eye okay should we save specifics or is it a spoiler or what, what i mean it's, it's gonna it's like just putting it out there is a okay. spoiler but one of my favorite characters okay i have a feeling we'll be talking more about that a little bit later can you shed any light okay. into why without spoiling anything 
No. I think we might. If you want to really push for it for winner, I would love to just flip the spoiler tag on. I would. It doesn't need to be a winner. I just need to say my piece. All right. And your piece is just putting it on the list. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> Janet, did you? Hey, I get it. Sometimes you just gotta yeah. mention something, make sure it was mm-hmm. brought up. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. Uh, I went with Alex's Life is Strange: True Colors. Yeah. I mean, I think that game has in- incredible writing um, and character building, and I think the way that we learn about who she is and who she's been and how she got here is incredibly well constructed. Um, yeah, that's yeah. that's the short of it. Great character. I, I completely agree. I think the performance is fantastic. Oh, interesting. What is this coming in? Uh, I'm writing down Rider. Republic's Rider from Rider's Republic. There's mm. a, it looks like a player, but it's named Republic's Rider, and people are constantly like, I see this guy named Republic's Rider in my server. Who is he? He just stands at the default spawn with zero stars and never does anything. He's always there. Nobody knows what's going on with him. He's in everybody's game? <laughs> people see him all the time. I've seen him multiple times. It's just a, just a default NPC or something that gets put in by accident as a real person. That's badass. That's Hang on. I, I cried. I'm just going to move him directly above the prisoner from Outer Wilds. Okay, cool. Um, Same guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I am going to go with uh, Psychonauts 2. Oddball choice, perhaps. Uh, I think my favorite character in Psychonauts 2 is Sam, the intern. Uh, if you all played uh, Psychonauts 2, she's the one that is cooking pancakes with the animals. She can talk to animals and she's just super bossy oh, and constantly yes. screaming at them yes. and they're terrified of her and she's like putting dirt in the pancakes. Like I think that sequence is the funniest sequence um, mm-hmm. from Psychonauts 2. And then also there's that scene where she's tapping on the aquarium and Raz walks up to her and he's like, hey, I don't think you're supposed to tap on the glass. And she's like, no, no, no. The point with fish is you're supposed to tap on the glass to keep their heart rates up. And then it cuts to the fish in the aquarium and they're all just like terrified. Just shook. Uh, I think she's the funniest character in that game. So, okay. Just to give her her due. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Algae Rhythm from Space Jam New Legacy. Uh, <laughs> no, we don't have to put algae on there. No explanation required. Yep. Uh, you know, in the joke category... There is a character in WarioWare, Get It Together, who's at the very end. I, I, I don't know if you count this as a spoiler. Um, named Supreme Developer. And they're like, oh, it's Supreme Developer. What are you doing here? And it's just WarioWare, or it's Wario as God. Um, it's just one of those little moments that's enough to be like, this is truly one of the weirdest things I've seen from a very weird series is now it's just Wario as the Christian God and his name is Supreme Developer. But that's it. Uh, Gamora, uh, I really like in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I don't think yeah, that one's enough tough. to put always, on the list. I mean, they're totally original characters, but they are established characters, like which makes mm-hmm. me pause a little. But you yeah, know, if they're a good character, they're a good character. Yeah, all right, let's you're right. Let's put her down. Uh, all right, any other entries? Um, yeah. Yeah, there's stuff. It's stuff tough with some people to figure out. Is this moment or character? Oh, yes, uh, Sarah. Th- you have yeah, the floor. Yeah, mine is. Uh, this is. There's a lot of really good characters in Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, Endwalker. I just want to say. Right. But there's just one NPC that's an elephant, <laughs> um, and you run into him, and you have to teach him. He's like really shy, and you have to teach him how to sell fish. Mm. And you have to like help him sell his fish because he's so shy, uh, and then he has a moment on later in the game that actually just made me cry in front of my computer for a little bit what so uh, 
Wow. Okay. Um. All right, Jeffum. What do you like, dude? Uh, you know, I haven't played it, but Kyle really sold me on Celine. Yeah, I think that's an interesting choice. Is anybody else a Returnal fan or a Celine fan here? No, but I like his passion okay. for Celine. I, I like her based on what I've played. Am I the only one that? Am I the only one that played it and finished it? Put it probably right. Good luck, Kyle. So. Next week's going to be the fun only, for you. The only pro gamer here. <laughs> it is mm-hmm. true. Oh no, not at all. Um, anybody else have a thought for a lock for moving up? Uh, I like that little this monkey. Writers from... Republic guy sounds pretty interesting. Okay, that is true. <laughs> I'll get rid of them. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, I'm sorry, Sarah. What were you saying? Oh, the little monkey guy they added in Happy Home Paradise. He's pretty cute. <laughs> okay. Would you like? Like lock um, cute, hmm? lock cute. No, but I just think he should be on the list. Okay, what do what do you like as a lock though, Sarah? Mm-hmm. I don't know. For the audio listeners, she's pulling her own eyes out. She's so I'm horrified. Just shrugging. Yeah. All right. What do you think of Janet? Um, I think some locks. Oh man, this is difficult. So I'm like, stop with Chris Pratt. Oh, sorry. Um, I, I want to say Samus, but then it's like when I really think, I feel like that's a little bit of like historical bias of just liking mm. her and like wanting her to be good. And I think this was the best she's been. But I have to ask myself if I if this wasn't Samus and this was Space Woman number eight, would I have felt like she was in one of the best characters of the year? And I'm not sure that I would. Um, I mean, it's a, I, I'd like to unpack that a little bit. Like, I think it's it's certainly different to have a silent protagonist on this list but i like it for that reason you know to overthink it for like well is it just the baggage of metroid and again i'm not a historically a big metroid fan at all but still it just struck me as i was so delighted by her as a character in every moment of that game and i think we can only base it off of our experiences this year right yeah i mean i don't know for a lot i mean i like okay. i like a lot of the death characters a lot like, I'm kind of inclined to say Alexis Dorsey, to be honest, but mm. I don't know. Uh, Wait, Alex is also know, I, it, Again, these it, ones I put out there, so I feel sure. like, oh, I like yeah. the idea I had 10 minutes ago. No, I, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. know. Okay, well, I, think, I think Julian is my favorite to sort of back you up a little on those, on the three Deathloop characters. Though. I don't know. I just like Juliana among those three. It's like uh, amnesiac learning everything, which is, you know, somewhat familiar. But Juliana is just so, I don't know, I liked how in your face she was and she was funny yeah. and, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. I, I like her sort of, is... um... oh, please, Leo, go ahead. <laughs> please, Leo, go uh-huh. ahead. My pick out of those three is Colt, though, just to complicate things further. Oh, yeah. Really? I think his performance <laughs> is incredible. Just every every line out of my mouth in that game was made so good by that performance. Yeah. Chicory main characters. character uh, was added by Sarah. Yeah, that was me. Uh, yeah, pizza, I, I think. <laughs> oh, I thought about adding Chicory. Yeah, because she, she didn't have a name dog. to name her, right. right? But it's just the dog from Chicory. Yes, the main I character. Really liked. I, think I thought about that too. Because, um, yeah, mine was tacos, I think. But I, yeah, I do really like, like spaghetti. Character. And I think um, that's the thing. It could have been anything. I think right. that's the first beauty of it. But I think that character was actually, to, to back Sarah's point, really well constructed. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, like, given the, the fun balance of letting you build an attachment to the player character through the painting 
and the naming and how you dress the character, but having that character really be its own person scripted with with baggage and drama and, you know, and I think it's really hard for like a game to have strong writing and where that strong writing includes the main protagonist. I think a lot yeah. of games end up making the main protagonist kind of hollow and then the interesting stuff happens around them. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of down for I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm just I'm just moving stuff for the sake of moving stuff, and uh, nothing's nothing's binding. I'm just kind of feeling it out. It, it, my question for you, Janet, out of everything that you added on the list, what do you think you'd be championing the hardest right now? Of the ones I personally added, yeah. uh, I mean, I think just just thinking of like the characters themselves, probably Alex. I yeah. think that's. She's probably the best character, but I do think that's kind of an easy answer in the sense that she's in a narrative game where narrative usually is going to shine if it's a good narrative game. But again, I have to just be honest with the category. And if we're going best character of the ones that I added, it probably would be Alex. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think you need that asterisk. Like if she's, mm-hmm. you know, that's the purpose of that game to really realize that character, then that then a mission accomplished. Uh, yeah, I really like Alex and Life is Strange, especially, was it the fifth episode? I feel like where you get a little more insight into where she's coming from. Um, I think it's really strong and interesting. Um, I don't know. Kyle, if you had to choose two, who would you go with? Um, well, Celine, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then it's, man. I haven't played a lot of it but maybe chicory i mean just mm. even that first the yeah. first time you meet that character is fun and funny uh yeah and then like calling just the fact that she has parents since i don't know she's she feels or they feel well realized to me i yeah but i it's i haven't played life is strange true colors i i have more to say about samus and moments i think Mm-hmm. Um, but I like them. Yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. Janet, not to keep to picking on you, do, would you lean a direction over Chicory's main character or mm-hmm. Alex? Man, I I don't know. I don't know where I'd lean. Um, I'm like I have to. Is shoot it like one. you're competing? <laughs> I know. Game of the year, you don't right? have to shoot them. Maybe, maybe they maybe, maybe they both lean make on it Chikori because I think it's. A little, oh man, but you know, I, I'm going to go with Alex because I feel like okay. if, 10 years from now, if I'm like great characters, I don't think I'm going to say the dog from Chicory, even though I think that is a great character. But yes. I think yeah. what I'd be more likely to remark on is a lot of the other things that game does well. Um, I mean, I think the fact that we can even put that character up here this high speaks mm-hmm. to how good that game is on every single level that it needed to be. But um, yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd go Alex over over Chicory. And I do also want to echo the shot to Celine because I liked what Kyle said about Celine. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like the game that Kyle just described sounds like a game I want to play, which is not how I actually feel about Returnal, <laughs> which I think speaks to like some cool stuff that's happening as you get later in the game, which is something that I was not able to, to reach yet. But yeah. Yeah. Leo, how are you feeling, man? I don't have too much of a dog in this race. Pizza. I'll wait until we have a min and max picked oh. out and then complain about that. Probably. Okay. <laughs> well, I saw you. Way to go. I saw you, it looked like your face was praying for death when Samus was thrown out there as an option. <laughs> yeah, what'd you say again? She does cool stuff without saying anything and you like looking at her helmet that's not her face? 
You took the words right out of my mouth. You have to be there. I'm not, am I nuts? Kyle, you're with me on Samus, right? No, like, this I, is a I great just, I'm sort of saving my Samus talk for moments. Yeah. I think there's a better okay. fit okay. for that. That's interesting. Um, but it is it is part of her characterization. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so prepare to eat your words, Leo. Right. I would love to. I mean, yeah, no. Beating down Brian is saying, this is why we need to get into spoilers to sell people on the reason why these characters are so strong. I'm open to pitches on any of these. We can we throw up We can throw up the timestamps if anybody wants to for any of these characters. Well, my thing about Metroid is, like I said, I want to talk spoilers yes. and stuff with her in, okay. in moments. All right. Like, sure. I, I'm not rooting for her for character. Okay. I'm yep. rooting for elements of her character for some stuff that happens in moments. So you we'll betcha. save that for later. You betcha. Um, are... Any of the Deathloop characters making this cut? I don't think so. Okay. Because there's only two things in there. Yeah. Okay. So right now for contenders here, it's Celine, the main character from Chicory, and Alex from Life is Strange True Colors. Um, I think this is again, interrupt me by shrieking, barking, whatever you want. I feel like the most passionate pick here is Kyle with Celine. Mm-hmm. For most passion. Yeah. Yeah. It's one he man's could be passion. Wrong, how would but... we know? I don't want to do the work to know if he's wrong. <laughs> right. If him call his blood. right. Right. I mean, the big, yeah. the big, just, the, I mean, I've, I've not, to, I, the thing about her is like, it's that thing that I've, I've video games can do really well that they don't do enough where it's like gameplay it is a core element of the story and her character and who she is and what she's going through. And yeah. I, I love that. Like that's something only video games can do. Yep. Yep. Can um, you explain why? Um, yeah, you want to throw up, I mean, a quick spoiler tag, I think, right? Okay. Yeah, hey, let's be confident. Spoiler tag for Returnal, everybody. That's Check the, the timestamps. You have five <laughs> seconds so, to run and pause the podcast or fast forward, everybody. Here we go. Spoiler tag and go. Okay, so it's up for debate whether Returnal is all happening in her head or not. I, I'm kind of in the school that it is not, that it is something that really happens to her. But she had a horrible thing happen to her uh, related to losing a child. And the sort of loop that she's stuck in is all about her coming to terms with that and um, understanding that it's like not her fault. And it also deals with elements of like her relationship with her mother. And part of the way that's distributed is like as you make progress in the game and you overcome these huge difficult barriers, you enter her childhood home and see parts of her childhood and things that and, you know, what happened to her to drive her to want to travel to space and become an astronaut and things like that. And like it's just it all goes like I said, it goes like hand in hand of like. The difficulty that she's going through, it's directly related to her psyche and the sort of really tragic element of her past that she's trying to overcome while she's stuck on this planet. Are they try is the idea that the loop nature of Returnal is her trying over and over again to like process this grief in her life? Yeah. Is that that's so, the theme? Yeah. So she okay. she she was in a car accident and lost her child. Okay. And she blames herself for that car accident. And like elements of the planet that she's on reflect that like mm. the last area that you get to is all underwater because she drove off a bridge um and like and they drowned and she gotcha. got out but her child did not okay and like and that and it's all just thematic and interesting and these are all things that you don't really find out till much later like mm -hmm. you you enter the water levels and you and you go really you fall really deep and it's really intense and scary and it's difficult down there and, and and that's just like, wow, this is cool alien stuff. And it's not until much later that you see the th sort of the thematic things that tie it all together. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I think it's really, 
wonderful and like the difficulty plays into that i just yeah i really yeah. love returnal i don't know if you guys know that yeah we could <laughs> that's great um okay and stop spoilers um so nobody talk about any of that stuff um you did it i think i think that's solid and you know if we're going off of janet i i could see alex being number two Sarah, yeah. I feel like you're the other contender here for speaking to these. I mean, I, I played both games. I, I think I'd go probably, uh, probably, uh, uh maybe I like go... Alex. Okay. But that's wow. just like me. I'm not going to like throw hands over it. Right, right, Is right. She danced the silence because I can understand why that'd be off putting. Yeah. I just, I found okay. her very like, I don't know, not exciting. But that more reflects on how I felt about the game as a whole. Right, right. So that's just me. I If I had to read dialogue for a character, I'd rather read Chicory dialogue, which yeah. is just this little tiny dog doing her best in the face <laughs> of danger instead of, you know, Alex ruminating in her own emotions. But that's what the game was about. So it that's is just where I stand. I just thought, I thought Alex was a little bland and all she had was her own personal traumas as a personality, mm-hmm. but... That's I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah, I mean, I think, again, if I had to pick, I probably would pick Alex, but I, I wouldn't be mad at us picking Chicory because, or mm-hmm. the main character, Chicory's monster, character. right? You know, the main character <laughs> of Chicory because I think they're both great characters. So, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm with you. I think, like, I think- the, the sense of doubt in Chicory's main character is such a compelling thing and. Uh, imposter syndrome, and I, I think those are richer themes to dig into than anything that was expressed with Alex for me, but I think Alex, like, Alex's personality is such the forefront of Life is Strange True Colors that it's tough not to see that as like, well, that is the character game, you know, but I think, I think I'm kind of with Sarah, I think I would go Chicory as well. Not to be confused with the character Chicory. Um, <laughs> yeah, sounds like more excitement for that. Sure. All right. I like Chicory. Chicory's the monster. There we go. Chicory's main character is the minimum best character, bare minimum character for 2021. And then maximum, giving it to Celine from Returnal. Way to go, Kyle. I did it. Jacob would be proud well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, this is the point we've all been waiting for. I, I know I said gloves off for that last one, but this one I am excited about and worried about this is best moment from 2021 so again we will let you know clearly when the spoilers are happening and we will not spoil anything outside of that uh who has a good suggestion for best moment and oh here's the thing here's the thing if i may um for naming it naming the moment keep that spoiler free you know what i mean Hmm. sarah but you can be cute and cagey with it sarah it's not impossible Sarah's acting like this is impossible. You can absolutely <laughs> just say the moment. The time that I like, played Outer Wilds Echo of the Eyes, period. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I think just just for the name, just keep it spoiler free. Um, all right, who typed that? Who typed that? Me. Leo. The title card music drop in Sable. It's after the kind of tutorial area you start to hear the song that they played at uh E3, some E three event. The, yeah. the song from Sable that people know. Right, right. And it drops as the camera kind of leaves you behind and you're still controlling as you go off into the vast unknown. The song I just love, obviously that carries it a lot. But then after that, it cuts to you playing as normal and you just get to keep listening to the song while you're cruising around and collecting stuff for the first like three minutes you're out there. And it is such a wonderful vibe. I never wanted it to end. That's awesome. <laughs> love it. Oh, hello. <laughs> Oh, Kyle's suggestion says Samus mad. Would you like to get into this all right now, Kyle? 
Yeah, I mean, spoilers, right? Uh, it's light. Officially, you know, no, I think let's go all in. Barricades up, spoilers okay. for Metroid Dread. Batten down the hatches, spoilers, everybody, for Metroid Dread. Going once, going twice. Kyle, can I just, can okay. I explain something to Leo before we get into the specifics? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sam is different. I... Leo, I just, I know you probably would never finish Metroid Dread, but I just was excited to let you know that in, at the end of Metroid Dread, Samus becomes a Metroid. <laughs> at right. the end? Yes. I mean, Samus yes. different. Um, and I think she looks cool. Everyone else thinks she looks like an ugly 90s toy, but we had different toys growing up, so I think she looks cool. Very <laughs> ugly 90s toy. Okay, Kyle, walk us through yeah. this, maybe. What, what do you got? Oh, yeah. The other thing, Leo... Is that Samus is not a silent protagonist in Metroid Dread. Yeah. What'd she, she say? What'd she say? I don't know. Metroid, she speaks no. a different language. She says, uh, like, I'm going to get the job freaking done, but she says it in shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but specifically, there's a moment near the end, and maybe it is the end boss, yeah, it is. where uh, she gets very angry. And there is a cutscene where she does this, like, guttural scream that just gave me chills. It did, like, the Wrath of Khan thing where it, like, <gasps> zooms out. To show that you can hear her screaming outside of the building that she's in. <laughs> and like, it sounds cheesy, but man, it it struck a chord with me. I was like, she's amazing. pissed. Oh, and it, I like, I get why and I understand. And this performance of this is fantastic. This like, this genuinely emotional, angry version of Samus who has been so cool the whole game. It just really worked for me and I really loved it. Yeah. It was my favorite moment of the whole game. Specifically, I, I just want to quickly say it. I, I resent the, the accusation that I'm calling her a silent protagonist. You all have just been lying to me. I mean, she is by and large a silent protagonist. But yeah, just for the setup for this thing, Leo, dude, you got to play Metroid Dread. Because the idea is she's going up. The final boss is more or less her father, whose name is Razorbeak. And he's a crazy Chozo bird man. And he's literally choking the life out of her. And then the light all goes out and she eventually goes limp after the entire game of her fighting like a maniac and clawing at him, trying to get him. She goes limp in his hand and her visor's light goes out. And then she basically goes super Saiyan because she has Metroid DNA in her body. She goes like, ah! and it, Kyle's right. Like it is a scream that lasts for like 45 seconds and it cuts the exterior of the ship as the ship's going down and she annihilates him and she fully transforms into crazy green Metroid suit thing and then gets a hyper beam like, ah! and like shoots her way out of this thing entirely. Jeff, if we have not made it very clear, Metroid Dread freaking rules good. and that yeah. ending is insane. And they literally have the line in the game you are a Metroid now, Samus Aran. <laughs> just like, that's such a stupid thing. It's very, you're a wizard, Harry, but it is. like different. Yeah. And it's weird. It is just good. lovely. Um, is that yeah. message? Okay. And end barrier for Metroid Dread. I think just, yeah, Samus. Okay. Well, is, that was the thing we had already discussed is what I wrote for Samus different. Okay. So this is all yeah. kind of the same thing, right? Yeah, I guess. Uh, I, I mean, mean, it is. I, don't know, like, I kind of thought of them as different. Really? Yeah. We can't have two One's, yeah, one's like a happens, twist, one's like an emotional moment. I don't they know. They don't happen simultaneously. I mean, they're close together, but... I think they're basically simultaneous. Yeah. We disagree? Welcome. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, we can... I'm not married to anything here because this is just a Google document, but I feel like they're different. Okay. I, I think combining I it... Though, just, I really like... Kyle's more anyway, so it's like, what? What's the point? You know? Right, but, right, right. Okay, <laughs> all right. Is that a fair way to put it, there, Kyle? Sure. Yeah, okay. I love it. Okay, great. 
Um, <laughs> so long right now. Okay, now we're getting. This to... isn't a spoiler because we already talked about it. <laughs> okay, that is yeah. true. I, I spoiled that earlier. Okay, Resident Evil Village, Sarah. Yeah. This it's is your when moment. Ethan goes to pull the lever, and Lady D slices his hand off, and then you have to run around the room, go back, pull the lever using your own hand. So he just grabs his wrist, already on the lever, pulls it down, and then he reattaches his hand with some juice. Yeah. And we think this is the <laughs> moment. <of> the <laughs> this is the moment from Resident Evil Village to fight for, for just best moment. Just open that Capri Sun pouch and just... I mean, it. like, he literally, he, you're like, you're, you think you're getting away, you're pulling the lever, suddenly hand gone, hand gone, Lady D there, and then you have to go back to the lever, and I'm like, do I take my hand off the lever? No, just grab onto your wrist and yank down. Like, I was like, do I, like, take the, the hand off? the slide whistle sound effect when he did, he did Yeah, I don't know what they were doing baseball. in the Capcom. Um... So, I do like that moment. Yeah. Do is anybody passionate about a Resident Evil Village moment topping it for this list? Because I feel like there are other moments in Resident Evil Village, but if no one's gotten for it, we don't got to throw up spoiler warnings. I love you that know, game. But I don't I, think it's a game of moments for me, really. Okay. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. I mean, Except, yeah, there's the moment the, uh, I would. I think we need just like a couple minutes. What's that? You want to do spoilers? Yeah, it's just easier because then okay. as we can yeah. conclude that for sure we don't need any more moments or we do want to add some of the moments. You you bet. All right, Agreed. spoilers up for Resident Evil Village. Oh, that's my time code. You're I'm putting typing that in our Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler time code up. Resident Evil Village, everybody. Check the time codes, please. All right, I thought everyone was going to go for the, the baby stuff from Chapter 2. Big baby. Yeah. Yeah, Big Baby was awesome. That was like one of my favorite moments, I think, in a game this year. Um, it is also one of the few like true highs in Village, a game that is the worst of the best Resident Evil games and the best of the worst, which is why it's like, this is good, technically. And, you know, like it was kind of I, I feel like it's a it's a lower great game from the year. Still great, but sure. So that well, we, we should explain it really a little shot. bit. I mean, like yeah. it's just to be clear, like it's it's probably the scariest the scaredest i've ever been in a resident evil game period you don't have any weapons really and you're just getting chased down a hallway by this terrifying giant baby that's crying like a like a real child mm-hmm. and you have no way to defend yourself it's it's unsettling uh in the best way and it is a hideous yeah. bulbous weird baby and obviously baby stuff is kind of the overriding theme of the story like of resident super, evil. like like i mean not to be like graphic but it's very like the mutated fetus yeah. grown large dead thing totally. so i think it i think it also does to y'all's point like do a have a fun moment of like playing with these different themes as well within the story so it's not just there to be like big scary monster like it feels like it has a narrative weight to it yeah um and yeah it's horrifying it's the reason why i'm like i don't think i'm gonna replay this game because i didn't <laughs> want to do this the first time um and it has like some great construction in its design as well like there's a moment where you end up in a bedroom and you sort of have to decide, okay, where am I hiding in this bedroom from this thing? And then it becomes clear that you're just going to have to get up and leave. Like, it's not going to leave while you're in there. Um, and that's scary as hell to do, but totally. really good. And I think the other, um, this is a more of a dumb moment, but when you get into the giant, like, mech machine. What? Like, I haven't finished like, the game. <laughs> yeah, like, the, I mean, this is a sport. Yeah, hey, hey, no, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Come from inside the house. Um, but yeah, like, you're what? in that big neck machine, and you just fight, like, a giant robot. It's Robot Wars. I don't know if I, I like that. that. It was, it's cut out. <laughs> so yeah. I like the end of the game where you think, like, you're getting out with Ethan Winters, and then suddenly he turns around and goes back in and just dies. What? Really? Yeah. This game sounds wild. 
So we could say, oh, you haven't we beaten? Be like, oh my god, uh, we turned to a visual novel, like, and it was a dating sim. That was crazy. Uh, <laughs> I, Hanson, I'm sorry. I, I mean, you knew. No, going yeah, into no, it, I totally knew it. it. Totally knew it. Yep, that's fine. Oh. That's fine. Oh, okay. And yeah, I, I, just, I, I, for some reason, I thought you'd finished it. No, yeah. I'm in like the third area. I want to say the the baby thing is when I caught myself. Oh yeah, there is another moment I would rather have. For me, it's the baby yeah. thing. But also talking about for dumbest thing, the arm stuff. I think the the explanation you end up getting at the end, which is that Ethan is this mush oh, man. That's right. Yeah, that I is... totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, Ethan. like you know, it was <laughs> a big theme of twenty twenty one. Yeah, I think too. I don't know. There was like there was a lot of interesting moments in that. I think I think those are the main highlights. I, I feel like you know when I was playing it, everyone's like, "Just wait for the baby stuff." I feel like everybody is just like, "Oh my god, the baby moments here!" Like, got to tune into Sarah's stream to see the baby moment. Like, it just feels like the moment from that game because Sarah mean, cried like a baby. Scary. Like that, it was scary. But for right. me, the hand moment stands out more as like one of my favorite all time <laughs> moments in a video game. What? Like. <laughs> I've been scared in so many video games that a giant right. baby chasing me is like as scary as it was and as jump scary as it was. Yeah. It, it is it a small a specific moment. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. And it was cool. Fun. And I think it yeah. does okay. speak to the fun and stupidity of what that game was in a lot of, and what that franchise with this leg of the fran or the arm of the franchise Ooh. is becoming of like oh it makes sense later but like it doesn't really make sense later. <laughs> right right you don't gotta worry totally about that did, and i'm but here because it already installed the game so it's like let's go the fact that it's somehow internally consistent like retconning a similar thing happening in seven too yeah. makes that moment stronger for me right That's I liked you having your hand as an item in your inventory. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> All right. Walls back up or down, however you want to phrase or... it. All right. That's it. Resident Evil Village. Spoilers over. Um, okay. Well, there's Resident Evil, everybody. Uh, let's see. Uh, I thought you were going to volley with this one, Janet, but I'll, I'll take it for you. The Life is Strange... I think there's a couple you could go with. I would go with the... When the Dido song played? <laughs> no, interesting. I was going to say D&D fight. Yeah. I okay, mean, I think okay. from, the, from the game... Well, is this a spoiler what? now? Hey, hey, spoilers up for Life like is Strange True Colors. Spoilers. Life is Strange True Colors. Here Wait. we go. <laughs> the D&D fight is good. Um, like, I like it a lot, especially because it, you know, for context of what it is, like, yes. you have, like, a D&D campaign that you run, but it's more of, like, a... It's more of a LARP. It's like a LARP. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a LARP. It's a turn-based LARP. So it's not like you're just wailing on each other with sticks. It's, you know, it's constructed as like a turn-based game. And it has like some light UI. And I'm like, this is cute, but it's very much in the game world. And then the final battle in that chapter turns it into a full, like a full-fledged turn-based RPG mm-hmm. design. And that you have characters like wearing costumes um, there's also a bit of foreshadowing too. Once you beat it, it kind of reveals like who the big bad was all along. Right, right. It's like, oh, the guy who was evil in the campaign is also evil in the town. So that was a, a fun nod. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, the high of Life is Strange: True Colors is when you are continuously looping in the flashbacks of Chapter Four. Yeah, and um, you're reliving traumatic moments in Alex's life, and you would go through a scene. You know, they have um, a great scene of like you're you visiting your mom in the hospital, and like in the memory you're the kid but in you acting out your 
you're in your adult body, which it might just be to save on having to create mm-hmm. more yeah. character models. I don't know. But you're like going through it. I think it was such a realistic and powerful depiction of what it's like to visit a loved one in a hospital where it feels like cold, sterile and foreign and detached and dark. But you have to go and do it. And your dad's like, you got to go see your mom. And you're like carrying water to her. And it's like very powerful. And you go through it and it sucks because it's so emotional. And then you go, that's not how it happened. Then you got to do it again. Right, <laughs> and like right, you do right. it and you like have a key or something. And you run through that several times. Um, the other really fun part of that whole chapter is you, as Alex, can kind of read people's minds. Like you can read their emotional state and their, the thoughts that are causing that. Yeah. And she's like at one point gets put up for like she's in foster care. And there's a scene where she's sitting and people are walking past the window and they're saying, like, I just, I don't know, she has anger issues. They say she has this thing. I just feel like she's too old. Why is she still in here? And it's so gut-wrenching to imagine, like, being a child and hearing why you're unwanted. Um, yeah, it's, like, one of the most moving and amazing parts of any game that I've played this year is that chapter and the the way it dials back, going back to the household, seeing your brother fight your dad, who's like, he's trash, he's not taking care of you, and your brother's kind of taking care of you, but you're there in the midst of everything. It was it was very well done. Yeah. Um yeah, that whole that whole thing is like real really, really freaking good. I love it. All right. Out of the zone. Uh Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't think it's uh, hanging in there, but I want to give it its due. If we could put uh, spoiler barricades up for Guardians of the Galaxy right about now. So uh, the threat in this game is something called Magus, but how it manifests itself itself is with this religion that's sweeping the galaxy where it's giving everybody exactly what they want. They can live in their fantasy version of reality. So it's like, oh, if you lost a loved one, for example, uh, Peter Quill, the main a character... Plot, by the way, pulled directly from Star Trek Generations, the film. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, the but, Nexus, baby. Uh, but uh, Peter Quill, uh, as you probably know from the movie, he was pulled away from Earth and abducted by aliens and stuff, but it's slightly different this time around. But the idea is you're constantly going back and flashing back to being a kid as Peter Quill, back on the farm, spending time with your mom, walking around the house, all that fun stuff. And then when he gets his vision, which is called the promise of like what this religion is promising, which is making all these people convert to this religion, which is spreading across the galaxy, um, he is back on the farmstead and it's like weirdly distorted and the other guardians are also there. So it's like, this doesn't feel real. Like, I don't know exactly what's going on here. And then there's a moment where the mom, which who is murdered, uh, is still alive and she's hugging you and you physically have to push away from her and then unload your guns into her and kill her just as proof that you know that this is not reality, that this is just the construct of this religion. And if you're noting that if you if you don't or is yes. that what you're about to explain? Yep, yep. Yeah, if you ahead, don't, please. then just the screen keeps getting distorted and kind of this magus entity slowly encroaches until you can barely see anything. And then it just ends and then the credits roll in the game. So like you can just choose to side with this religion and live with your mom on the farm forever and the rest of the guardians, and then you'll never know. Uh so I think it's a very cool yeah. moment and one of those just like, wow, they're actually gonna make me not only shoot my mom, but like wrestle away from her to shoot her it is really a wild moment um it's Execution a cool game animation. yeah it's good yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh guardians of the galaxy everybody it's good uh okay spoilers over for guardians um okay uh who wants to go next oh um i wrote before something. your eyes 
All right, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, before let's your eyes. It. All right, before your eyes, spoilers, everybody. Here we go. We should just have walls up this whole time. Just whoop. It basically. But then you won't know what game it is. Yeah. But. Yeah. All right, Janet. Already went. Okay. Well, I can go. Um, yeah. Before your eyes. It's a, first of all a great game, um, and it has a twist where you're. The premise of the game is you're on your way to the afterlife. You've died, and part of that process of getting into the afterlife and continuing your journey as a spirit or a soul is recounting your life. So you go through your memories of your life. Yeah, and you know, it has a blinking mechanic, and you're, like, flashing through your childhood and all these things. And right. you get to the end of it. It kind of does the same thing Life is Strange does. Like, you can tell that I have, like, a, there's a theme here on narratives that I like. Where it's, like, you get to the end, and then the fox dog man or whatever is, like, nah, you're you're BSing me. Like, that's not how any of this happened. Like, tell, tell the truth. And then you do tell the truth, and it turns out you didn't have this amazing, you know, life of growing up and being an artist and deciding whether or not you're pursuing your art. You were a terminally ill kid, and you're just... You just died, you know, um, and I feel like to, there's probably ways I could have done that a better service. But like <laughs> the power of it, of revealing the truth and also seeing the ways that the lies were constructed, because they definitely were like, oh, well, you were writing, though. So that's where the right, you know, you being a writer came in. And then it, it deals with all this stuff of like your how your parents react to it and you kind of pushing your friends away. And it's just it, it's incredibly moving. And again, I think it does a really good job at exploring the darkness of that kind of end of life situation. But from the other perspective, what I talked about with Life is Strange, where it's like, you know, you have, it's, you're, you're seeing like yourself die. Like you live yeah. your own death. It's insane. Like, but yeah, it's, it's really powerful. I don't know if anyone wants to add. Oh, I, I would love to add. I, I'm totally with you. Yeah. And I wouldn't even know if I'd say second half. I think just the ending um, where it's like, yes, the second half and seeing like really what this kid's life was like is, is incredibly important. And then the ending, the way that it climaxes is, your mom comes in. It's like, oh, it's a beautiful little story that you wrote about your life. But like, that's not the kid I know. And your mom sits down as you're dying in the hospital. And it's like, let me tell you about the kid that I know. Um, and then she kind of walks through and it kind of relays the choices you've made along the way as she tells you what kind of kid you are. And then as that happens, you can jump back and forth by blinking. And every time you blink, then you jump to the afterlife where like this being, this wolf creature is trying to let you pass through in the afterlife and so the wolf is also telling the story and every time you blink it jumps between your mom telling it and the wolf telling it and it is like by the word alternating back and forth and continuing just that story as you alternate between those uh and then eventually uh the great guardian of the afterlife uh lets this kid into heaven and then the screen just goes white and then the parents say like <laughs> Gonna apologize a little bit. Sorry, it's a very emotional thing. But then the parents say, like, oh, why is he smiling right now? And it's like, oh, what's the line? Um, we're like, oh, he must be somewhere he likes. And like it was just this kid dying in the hospital. Um, and it is so goddamn good. <laughs> it's just um, like that finale absolutely destroyed me because I was totally with you, Janet. Like it was I like in the storyline that the kid was telling it was like oh and then it became this great artist blah 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 i was like this is a little bit hokey this is like some weird uh goodwill hunting level fantasticalness of like oh, the kid's that gifted it's like no the kid wasn't that gifted the kid just spent a large part of their end of their life in the hospital bed dreaming about what their life could be and then this is the final moment when he phases out okay Give it, give it to before your eyes. No, 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 What are we supposed to do? Even with us telling you that, like, if you, you know, if you were like, I don't care about the spoilers or you're on this call or whatever, 
like you should still play it. Like I, I don't think even knowing that right. makes it not impactful because it's. I mean, you you won't have the fun of like the surprise element. Yeah. But yeah, they just they really depicted it in a in an incredible way, and I think the the mechanic as well was such a smart use case. Like you can really tell that like this game needs to be played in this very weird way, and it being in this weird construct is what added to the power of the story they were telling. So yeah, yeah, yeah it was really good. Um, end of spoilers for Before Your Eyes, Sarah. Yeah. Let's I'm get sorry. to let, no. Let's get to Echoes of the Eye. Come on, here we go. This is okay. your chance. Spoilers for Echoes of the Eye, Outer Wilds, everybody for the DLC for Outer Wilds. So Echoes of the Eye introduces sort of the idea of did anyone come before the Nomai, which are the alien race who were in Outer Wilds, to search for the Eye, which is a giant looming thing in the universe, and you find this. There was somebody who came before the Nomai. And they were called the Stranger, and you find their spaceship, right? And it's totally abandoned, totally empty. You find these old buildings that are dilapidated. It's all wood. It's not as... The Nomai were very technological, but these people were very sort of like rudimentary, and they didn't write anything down. You only get these little slideshows of their lives. And it's clear that they left in a rush. Like, something happened. Like, the first thing you see is this temple that has been burned to the ground, with an eye symbol in it. And as you go through the game, you're kind of trying to figure out, like, what happened to these people? Um, and you know that they saw the... There was sort of a signal coming from the eye. They saw it. They wanted to worship it. They built a spaceship. And they moved to the eye. And then they saw something else in that the eye was going to bring about the end of the world. So they sort of, like... I'm literally describing the whole game to you, but <laughs> they like quickly oh, they like quickly built this like haphazard mechanic where they could send their souls essentially into the cloud system. So they're all living in this other dimension. They've been living there this entire time. And that's kind of like the darkness. That's the world that you can go into. Um, and you're trying to figure out like why did they do this? Why are they, what are they so afraid of? Like, they were so, when they found out that the eye was going to wipe out their entire race, they got so mad, and they tried to destroy everything, and you're like, what did you, what happened? Like, what did you do? And then you find this, this, and you keep seeing all these sort of, like, motifs about what their planet looked like, and it was beautiful. It was beautiful, an absolute haven, a utopia. And then you pick up this one sort of like motion machine thing. You pick up your little like, I don't know what to call it, like a film reel and you put it in and you realized in order to build the ship to get to the eye, they destroyed their entire planet. They absolutely destroyed it. They cut down every tree. They polluted the rivers to build this spaceship. And then they got to the eye and they realized that it was going to kill them. And they got so mad and they were so upset that that's why like the one theme of Echoes of the Eye is fear because they were mad, and they were so scared, and now you're scared, and you don't know what's going on, and then you realize they destroyed everything just to get to the eye. So it's the, and it just, yeah. The revelation of, got it. Yeah. The, cool. They ruined their planet, basically. Mm-hmm. They, like, threw their planet in the trash to achieve this thing, and then it wasn't even worth it. Yeah. That's cool. It was a big old oh. moment. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, other contenders? Not against these. Uh, I, I, I mean, I used a grapple shot really, on a uh, really run, and it was, hand it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hang on, let's get this time code down. Uh, yeah, my my other one. Uh, 
favorite moment from the year, which we're counting as this year, is Cyberpunk 2077. Um, so spoilers for a quest, a side quest that's optional in Cyberpunk 2077, um, but it's called The Sinner Man. Uh, let me make sure I get this time mm. code right. Um, I that one. Yeah. What's that, Kyle? So I remember that one. Oh, yes. Um, did anybody else? I know Leo and, well, I guess four of us played cyberpunk janet or sarah did you play cyberpunk by chance i played a lot but not all of it okay uh so there is this quest line and overall cyberpunk i think is better than the internet you know was screaming about last year um but was i agree okay i'll defend cyberpunk with you oh good thank you not to a by and large degree but this moment i will absolutely defend as being absolutely bonkers um so there is a quest where it starts out where it's like this guy recruits you and he says hey this guy killed my wife and he's getting out of jail today. We need to go murder this guy. And it's like, uh, yeah, sure, whatever, I guess. Uh, open world quest. So you go and it's this police escort. And you attack the police escort. And then you can just kill the guy and move on. But if you don't, and the other guy that you're going to that quest with gets murdered then by, that, by the cops, then the guy who is getting out of prison, I think his name is Jonathan, um, he starts talking to you and explaining what's happening here, which is that he's being let out of prison and there is a thing in Cyberpunk 2077 called brain dances where they record what's happening in your brain and then it's basically the future of entertainment, right? So you're getting a brain dance and you're experiencing what these other people experience, which is normally just a lot of sex and drugs and stuff in Cyberpunk world. And so he's being let out of prison and he's a very passionate Christian. And what's happening is there's brain dance executives film studio executives that have teamed up with him then because what he wants to do is he wants to be crucified Mm -hmm. while recording a brain dance so that people can use this brain dance and understand what it was like and what jesus sacrificed uh and it is a fascinating quest where the entire thing it's like okay this guy is not healthy mentally this seems like an absurd thing to do but the executives on the brain dance team are like just go along with it we're gonna make so much money it's gonna be called the passion we're gonna make so much money off of christians here but the guy is coming from it a sincerely coming from a sincere place of just worrying about the world and thinking like we need to do something to fix this world and this is the only thing i can do is try to convey the suffering of christ it needs to be luke's version of uh this the crucifixion not john's is that I, i'm probably wrong with that leo but correct me if i'm wrong um Nailed it. thank you well that's what they do uh, so then as <laughs> right, everybody wants to jump in on that one so then as it goes along um you eventually get to the point where the executives are like i think he's getting cold feet we need to make this happen and then you go to the studio where they're going to be recording the brain dance and have one last conversation with them and it's like what are you doing don't do this and he's like i i see no other choice and then you go and you can actually then, it's optional if you want to do this, you actually are the one nailing him to the cross as he's quoting Jesus and they're recording this brain dance and the film studio execs are just like smoking cigarettes in the background like, yeah, whatever, sure, okay, I hope this works out well. And the cool thing is that like Johnny Silverhand the entire time is doesn't care about nothing that Keanu Reeves. He's always just looking down at corporations and the world and humanity and everything. But with this, like, He's like the only character in the game that he respects, which I love like this punk rocker. He's like, yeah, I got to give it up. Like this is the only real fucking guy in this city. Like this guy gives a shit to the point that he's willing to be crucified for what he believes in. Like that's the most punk rock thing in the whole world of Midnight City. 
Um, and I just love it. Like, I've never had a quest that just will lean so hard into Christianity and having a quest line that's making you feel guilty for exploiting Christians for money. It's like, this is something that I've never <laughs> encountered in a video game before. And it just goes so hard into it for games that normally like to dance around religion. I just thought it was uh, the best quest in the game. And generally, I think, I think is the most impactful moment for me of the last several years in gaming. Like when you're actually nailing him to that cross, it's like what the f***? This is crazy. Um, so that's uh, the Sinner Man quest from Cyberpunk 2077. It's a weird one. Noticing a theme with your yeah, moments? I, I left him at the diner. I couldn't go through with it. Oh, really? Like, Whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is like telling. Like the fact that that's an option that I felt like I had to make, I think is like, yeah, that Cyberpunk, this is a bigger discussion, but like I, I do feel like that game doesn't weirdly doesn't gets its due for what it did wrong but yeah. doesn't get its due for what it did right which is a lot of cool stuff there's a lot of interesting stuff there and largely you know the, the game also talks about immortality and digital immortality and stuff like that and this quest deals with that in a big way there's a lot of conversations with johnny silverhand about what it means to be alive and immortal and, and all that fun stuff um but uh yeah that's it for cyberpunk 2077 the center man jeff did you remember that one i did i wasn't okay. as big of a i actually played through it twice because i got locked out of it just with like some of the questions that i asked at the beginning oh interesting like "Mm, that that's you really think that's the way it is and they and he just kind of shut me out at that point oh wow which was annoying so i like reloaded an old like a save and i lost like 10 hours just to get back to that quest because people had talked about how great it was and and so i wasn't i wasn't as when it, when I finally got to it, I I didn't I didn't actually nail him to the cross. I just watched it happen, and it, and it didn't have as as big of an emotional impact. Right, but. right. Uh, okay, end of spoilers for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. That's the center man. Um, other thoughts, other things we should throw on here. I think um, bu- 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 bum. I think it takes two has a moment that people talk about a lot. I don't think it's going to hang with the rest of these. So we don't need to throw up spoiler gates or anything like that but there's a moment that's surprisingly dark in that game that stands out uh which they had in the reel at the game awards which i thought was interesting yeah i know yeah that's an odd choice i was oh. like i guess they don't feel like this is a spoiler <laughs> like, i don't think so i don't know this is so small real quick spoiler gates for oliha the small indie game from earlier this year that i enjoyed a lot um let me just write down oliha um oliha key um okay spoiler gates for aliha um it's just one of the things it's not at the end of the game or anything like that but there's this environment where you're going to get this key and in the environment there's just like corpses all around and people that are just barely alive you're right sarah it's a lot of dark stuff for my moments i guess but i enjoy it um and i think you can like you know attack the corpses if you want to but it's largely just okay i'm trying to get this key let me try and get this key and the corpses or the people that are barely alive or like crawling towards the key like they really want it the whole thing and it's like the 2d uh pixely game aliyah kind of the action adventure um but then i just really love this moment where then you use your abilities that you've been locking throughout the game to get the key and at that moment then it's like ah! and then all of these enemies in that cave suddenly rise up and just attack you and it's just like this avalanche of humanity chasing after you as you're trying to get out of there and slashing you through them it's a cool little moment in that game but i don't think it's it's hanging as they say over on Giant Palm. Aliyah, Chat everybody. is begging someone to bring up the Forgotten Cities ending, which would be me, but I am not 
bothering to explain it because I don't think it would beat anything here, at um, least as far as that resonated with me. I'm with you, Leo. I like uh, The Forgotten City. I like the, the true ending of that game, too. I don't think I liked it to the level mm-hmm. of some of these moments. I agree. So, okay, mm-hmm. good. Um, okay. uh, sim- similar call out. Don't want to go into explain if you if you want to look it up. Feel free. But the end of Little Nightmares 2 is very mm. cool and very mm-hmm. dark and mm-hmm. a nice twist. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, Jeff, um, out of this batch, how are you feeling, man? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm feeling for the max before your eyes sounded. I, I don't know how you could beat that. And then probably I liked your explanation of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Interesting. As well. Yeah. Personally, I'd go Before Your Eyes and uh, Sinner Man. Uh, Leo, where are you at? I liked what I heard about uh, Life is Strange, True Colors. That scene, if we can, yeah. Flashbacks. Yeah. What we call it. Um, and Before Your Eyes, of course. That's right. Sarah? I liked my Outer Wilds moment. We all do. We all do. But uh, we can give it to the before your eyes. Although my moment is different, but you guys can have that. Mm, okay. Um, why are these all so depressing? I just want even <laughs> with this hand juice. Come on. All right. Hand the juice. Hand juice was like, <laughs> you, you had, the hand juice had me in the first half. You know what I Come mean? On. I was right, like, right. Let's juice it up. And then I was like, <laughs> And then you know what it is to be a human being, you know, on this earth. And I'm like, yeah, I guess it's probably better than the hand juice. Right. But I did like the hand juice a lot. Oh, very cool. We're all, this is a pro hand juice podcast. Uh, Janet. Hey, yeah. real quick. Yeah. Uh, hey, can I, can I hang up and call back real quick? Because I'm not hearing Sarah. I'm hearing everybody else, but I'm not hearing Sarah. And yeah, I wonder sure. if it's just like a quick reset thing. Okay. My bad. Let's try this. Um, He'll never know how I felt about hand juice. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying yeah, to read your lips. Like, like, juice she, content. Yeah. Can you she, hear me now? You say something, Sarah? Can yes, I can now? hear you now. Okay, okay great. Hand hand juice. Juice. There, Juicy now. hands. Careful. Don't say hand juice three times. Um, <laughs> Janet, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I think Before Your Eyes, for sure, is the, the max. Um, obviously, I like the Life of Strange one, because I put it in there. Yeah. I did like what you said about Guardians. That surprised me. Mm. Um, or didn't. No spoilers. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I feel good with these as as top three. Um, I feel like, in a sense, they all kind of do the same thing, which I don't know if that means we should like divvy, like mm. take it a little spicier. Because I feel like you're... What I get emotionally, I get the same thing out of almost all of these. That's interesting. In a weird way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hear you. Um, just for audio listeners, the list right now is Before Your Eyes, uh, The Ending, Life is Strange, True Colors, Flashbacks, Guardians of the Galaxy, The Promise, Hand Juice, Resident Evil Village, Title Card Music Drop from Sable, Samus, Limit Break from Metroid Dread, Resident Evil Village, Second Chapter, Understanding the Stranger in Outer Wilds, Echoes of the Eye, Cyberpunk 2077, The Sinner Man, and Aliha Grabbing the Key. Look, I'll get rid of Aliha, but I'm glad I gave it its due at least. Um, I, I hear you on the on the similar themes thing. It's always a tough um, thing with making the list. Quick upbeat one to shout out then. Yeah. Uh, it Takes Two has phenomenal ice skating. Yeah. Like there's just a wonderful open world area where you're skating yes. around, which could be the moment. But specifically for me, it's when you move on past that and the, you think you're done, and then you come back to ice skating and you find the mini game where you and your who you're playing with can ice skate race this three lap mm. race around this course with like speed boosts and jumps and rails to grind and stuff. Yes, it was 
an absolute blast to do that race with my partner. That I mean, we'll talk about this later, but that is the, one of the most amazing things that it takes to is all those little mini games in there and everyone's like, how is even this polished? Like, I don't understand how yeah. this even feels good. Um, yeah, Kyle, what do you think? Uh, I like Before Your Eyes and I like, I like Guardians of the Galaxy, but there's really? a bias here of like, that's the one that I played. I, yeah. I, you know, like I just, I'm closer to that than Life is Strange. I also, I do like Hand Juice as well fan of hand juice <laughs> i think i think samus is not getting her due here again i i love that ending i think it's so weird on so many different fronts um but okay is this does anybody have thoughts i mean seems like before your eyes is feeling locky i think this is a very good yeah, spot for locked. before your eyes yeah mm-hmm. yeah and honestly i like guardians of the galaxy a lot i look at story overall a lot I don't know. I still feel like doing that. I don't yeah, know. Like, easy, part of me easy. thinks it's like a shock moment on purpose. Easy, easy. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything, but okay. just to debate against it. Right, it right. It feels like a purposely shock moment. I think you're right. To me. Um, I like Life is Strange True Colors as minimum before your eyes as maximum. Speak sure. now, forever hold your peace. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Janet, could we get a yippee? Yippee! I don't know. That's so condescending. I'm like, I need to, you know, increase my rates for that. I'm not doing. I'm not doing that again. That was the first final yippee. Yep. Even fine. as it was happening, I'm like, what's going on here? You know, what yeah, is I, this? Look, we all I regret asking you to say yippee, Janet. But all right, there you go. Congratulations to Life is Strange: True Colors, the minimum best moment of the year, and the maximum is before your eyes. The ending. Oh, what do we damn. think about Max Hand Min Juice? <laughs> oh, I back that 100. percent Yeah, I do okay. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of these sad games. Uh, all right. Maybe, maybe next year we need Emotionally to add like the category. Yeah. I think you're right. Best sad moment, yeah. best happy moment, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now we can all unwind. This is the greatest work of art of all time for 2021. This is anything, right? This is anything. Yeah. Kyle's already jumped in there. I'd imagine that was you, Kyle. <laughs> Okay, hang on. So Kyle, explain you yours first. What do you got here, Kyle? Uh, yeah, Radiohead's Kid A Amnesia Exhibition, the, the Unreal and PlayStation 5. I don't know. It's like, uh, Jeff, did you touch this at all? On, no, I didn't. Uh, Unreal on Epic or anything? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you should check it out because you're, you're a Radiohead guy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's Tell basically it. it's uh, Kid A. Kid A and the album's Kid A and Amnesiac and they basically, they're like they broke them down, and it, you 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 have this air this world that they built this museum that you walk through, and it kind of like it 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 lets you listen to those albums in new ways. And there's even a couple songs they play in full with these like really amazing visualizers. It's not a video game; it's really unique, which is why I like it genuinely like it for this category because it's yeah. like there's nothing really like it. It's like this album that I absolutely love. I've talked about it previously, like how important Kid A is to me in general. And to like be able to hear that album broken apart and like sort of uh, formed into these amazing visuals was just like really cool. Like I really loved it. And I, I want to go back and like like revisit it more and like just almost the way someone might listen to a record or something and sit mm-hmm. down and listen to a record. Like that's how I feel about this. It's like, oh, I kind of want to go listen to that album again, which equates to this like game in quotes where you walk around a museum. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Sorry, Jan, you're cutting out. You said you, you played that as well? 
Yeah, yeah. I too walked inside the weird prism and listened to part of the sound of national. Anthem. I too walked into Tom York's brain. Yeah, like I picked up that phone and I was like, "This is art stuff for the art, the art kids." That's it. It's mm-hmm, for weird yeah. Radiohead art. Like, if you're not a Radiohead art museum kid, you're probably gonna be like, "This is this is fine." But as someone that like really likes Radiohead, and I also really love museums, which I have some qualms on how they constructed the museum oh, in some ways. I think they did want you to get lost in it, which I hope they did because I did get lost <laughs> a little bit directionally. Oh, though yeah. there is some signage. Um, I I think they do a good job though at one of the. If you are a curator of an exhibition, your job is to make it so that any person walking into it from any direction can and looking at it in any order can still get meaning out of it and be moved by it. And I think they overall did a good job with that within the small exhibitions within the larger kid amnesiac thing. Um, and there definitely were some really moving moments in that. Like, I don't know if it's my favorite thing from this year that and also I realize I don't consume things outside of games mostly, but I liked it a lot. And it definitely um, one thing that struck me having sat down to play it is it's like we recommend headphones. And whenever anyone recommends headphones, like the, when the text recommends headphones, I'm like, I am not doing that. But then as soon as, as, soon as I started, what? I'm like, I'm getting out the headphones. Yeah, I just wait, feel what? like, wait, hold on, hold on. I, we got to pause on that. If it's like <laughs> this, this is the best way to experience this thing. Why wouldn't you take their recommendation? <laughs> um, I'm kind of a jerk and I'm uh, uh. petty and lazy. Um, so for me, I'm like, look, uh, I'm going to watch Dune on an iPhone. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, look, it could be better. Like, sometimes I'll do it if it's like if it's if I feel like I want to do it. Like we recommend use a controller. I'm like, that's I was going to use that anyway. But like, I'm trying to do it how I want to do it. I'm like, I want to sit here and just be in my living room and just listen to it out loud and not have to worry about. I'm so immersed that my cat's going to scare the life out of me. Mm. But then as soon as I started, I was like, nah, I'm going to bust with the headphones face because I felt like it was needed. You know, I'm like, I feel like everyone always said, you know, Florence best with headphones. It is. But like, I, I don't always feel like doing that. Okay. I'm not going to do okay. it. Okay. All, right. um, All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm petty and small, um, <laughs> metaphorically and literally a little bit. I'm only five feet tall. You don't need to but say yeah, it. We've never, we've never met you in real weird. life, Janet. I mean, you could say that you're seven feet and we'd have absolutely no idea. I am very much looking forward to the day that I meet any of the people that I've worked with online (laughs) in real life because I am not, there's not a lot of me there. And I think people will be floored by how small I am. But anyway, Radiohead is good. Radiohead's good. Um, Now, (laughs) in summary, Radiohead. Sarah, (laughs) ladies and ladies and gentlemen, Sarah Pazorski has something to say. I think the greatest work of all time is both the song and the game, Horsey, Horsey, Horsey. Yeah. Which I think is just called Horsey on Dreams. Right. Um, I think it really fundamentally reminds us that games are just supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. At the core, and this game was, and the song that went with it was peak. It's just what I needed in 2021. Yeah. I mean, it's unclear if it's el- eligible for like the two tens next week, but I, I think just searching for a horse on dreams is really mm-hmm. one of the best gaming experiences of the year. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a, uh, our new show plus show where we stumbled across this game called horsey, horsey, horsey. And there's a song about horsey, horsey, horsey. And you fought ninjas. I have and... the song. If you want to play it for everybody, <clears throat> you have it. I have it. They, I got the person, I couldn't find it online and I did some digging and I got the person to upload it to YouTube <laughs> for us. <laughs> Can you send wow. it to me on Slack? Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I sent it through the Discord. Oh, oh, okay. I can send it through Slack I'll grab too. It. But I I'll like, I was like, "Where's the song? Right. Where's the song? I'll grab it." But I like, I was like, "Where's the song?" Oh, hang on. Oh. 
like, where's this? Hang why on. am I just listening to myself saying that? Where are we coming from? With the remix? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Where I think this, this is the greatest work of all time. Are you playing the stream in the background? No. We're creating it now. It's paused. Yeah. Work of all time. Are you playing the stream? Oh my God. I have no idea. Are you playing the stream? Oh my God. All right. I can't. I can't. What a nightmare like this once. Oh my God. Okay. Stop. I'm not going to front though. This is kind of what Ricky's head thing is like. Okay. What? I stopped it. I deactivated it. Okay. We did it. I deactivated it. We've created it. There is nothing left that can be making this sound. Is it playing automatically in Discord? There is nothing left okay. that can be making this sound. Is it playing automatically in Discord? What? There's nothing left that can be is happening. What? Oh. No. Is it over? I'm scared to talk. People are saying that this is art. Is it over? I'm scared to talk. People are saying that this is art. Is it over? I don't like this. Leo, help me. What could possibly? You're on your own, man. Let's hang just... on. Is it done? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Crying. I'm crying. What, happened? what was that? I didn't change anything. Can we listen to the horsey song though? Still. Sarah, do you really want to <laughs> dance with the devil? Are you out of your freaking mind? Okay, let's try it. Here we go. Out of your freaking mind. Okay, Sarah. Okay, let's try it. Here we go. No, stop, 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 okay, stop, 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 stop. It will end at some point, right? Oh my god. It's done. It started when Hanson did something. Yes. Yeah, let's listen to Horsey, Horsey, Horsey now. That was clearly had nothing to do with Absolutely. I am absolutely not listening to Horsey, Horsey, Horsey. It is clearly. Clearly cursed. I think we need to hear it though. Oh really? Well, we're going to horsey, horsey, horsey. Do you realize just what you're doing? It. Yeah, Sarah, just sing it. Horsey, 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 horse. And then it just goes okay. like that. Yeah. Okay, so it is the greatest work of art of all yeah. time. Yeah, it's and, not that hard. and so the maximum is horsey, 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 and minimum. <laughs> Uh, we'll come up with something. Um, okay, here we go. So who who typed this in next? Who's the next one? Uh, it was me. <laughs> Take it away, Janet. Love I'm, it. I'm uh, still recovering from what I was just a part of. Thank uh -huh, you. Uh -huh. And I'm sorry, I guess, yep, yep, combined. Yep. Um, but again, I don't really consume a lot of stuff outside of games, admittedly. But I really liked Inside, uh, Bo Burnham's Inside. It was earlier this year. I thought it was a really, um, you know, it was funny. It was heartfelt. It was moving. I thought it was a fun examination of... Um, life in the pandemic and creating yeah. art in the pandemic, which I found very relatable as well as someone who is part of the weird echoes of the eye. That was min Max's episode today. Um, so yeah, I just thought it was really moving and fun. Uh, and it stood out and it had a lot of weird meta stuff within it. Like they even had like a nod to like, let's play culture and like all these other yeah. things going on. So uh, yeah, that and, one am was I misremembering or was, was there a moment? That that just emulated what we just went through, wasn't wow. there? Kind of. Yeah, he Hang does that as a streamer, where he's like, he's reacting to a reaction, he's reacting to his stream, he's reacting That's to his right. reaction of the, it's sort of like yeah. a, a reaction. That was thing. it. We're living inside, and we're all inside technically as we're recording this. 
Wow. Uh, uh, Janet, I'm totally with you. I think it has to be um, a contender on this list. Yeah, uh, it's still on Netflix, yeah, right? Yeah, I love it too. Um, music's fantastic. Like, I still think about that funny feeling song of all, like, all the time. I really think that 20 years from now, when I want to be nostalgic about, I hope nostalgic, about this era we're going through, I'll just go and listen to Funny Feeling, and it's going to be our, um, you know... We also, didn't, we didn't um, start the fire. Is what I was going for. I didn't just have it. Walked up to me and she said, "Dad, who's Jeffrey Bagels?" And I was like, <laughs> "What are you talking about, Jeffrey Bagels?" And she was like, "On Roblox, I heard a song, and it goes Jeffrey Bagels, Jeffrey Bagels." And I was like, "Oh my god, that's Jeffrey Bezos!" And then I got to explain who Jeffrey Bezos is to my daughter and why he we don't like him. We no, do not care for him, even though we Jeffrey Bezos. Was. Yeah. Uh, but now, so now it's it's Jeffrey Bagels is his name now. That's perfect. House. There's definitely you know little little pretentious at times. There's always the people that are like, that's not his real apartment even, and all these fun conspiracy theories. It's easy to poke holes in Bo Burnham if you'd like to. Oh, Leo, you're wincing a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I this is something I've been thinking about a lot this year, yeah. and in regards to Inside by Bo Burnham, because there's certainly a fair share of people who make fun of it for that reason, for yeah. being pretentious, for it being you know whiny or whatever yeah and i don't know and there's a i think there's a line that i personally need to find better within myself that's like is this thing really pretentious or is it unashamedly being honest and that's cringe to me because i can't picture being that honest myself you know Mm. it's it's hard to find that line and i think inside you know Upon repeat viewings, there's, like, nothing that hits me wrong about it, to be honest. Really? I mean, besides, like, some jokes aren't super funny or whatever, but, like, the, <laughs> right. the overall arc of it and the different beats it hits, I just adore. I love that yeah. special. Oh, I, I thought of all people, I thought you might be the poo-pooer because, I don't know, you're super funny. And I, 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 there's a part of me that, yeah, it just worries that, like, is this not as good as I think it is? Is it too easy to poke holes in? But I, I'm glad to hear that. Um, and I imagine was extra resonant for you since you film yourself on camera regularly in the same room over and over again. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I think that's a contender. Uh, this moment, the <laughs> audio issues, uh, well, you know what? Why not leave it on? You know, we experienced it. Um, I think that I was it, art, man. That's true. <laughs> in this, in the early part of the year, I think for me, it was, Oh, is it going to be inside or is it in and of itself? Uh, that was this year? That was this year when In and of Itself was out. And that's on, what is that, on Hulu? Hulu. Yeah, kind of one-man show that's part magic show, part uh, exploration of the concept of identity. Um, tough not to spoil, but basically very heady, interesting magic show that is interesting, but also slightly up its own butt, naturally. Um, but... Without revealing too much, I guess, like that that ending finale of focusing on everybody's identity um, really stuck with me in a big way. Like having those people embrace who they were. Uh, am I alone on that one? Did anybody else? Was anybody else moved by that? I liked it. Uh, you'll probably be you'll probably be mad at me, but I only watched I've only watched the first half. Okay, yeah, I'll be <laughs> mad at you then. In and of itself, everybody, please check it out. Um, yes, uh, Sarah. Yeah. You might have added something? Don't act like you didn't like the Fortnite song, Chug Jug, with you. Sarah, when we yeah. had our episode... Are you going to play it? 
No, yeah, I can't. I will not play anything. <laughs> the, We've learned the, the lessons. If it makes you feel any better, <laughs> you Sarah. You gotta get back on that horsey song, you yeah. know? That's what they say. If, when you fall off, you gotta get back on. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, Sarah, uh, when we had our episode about the greatest music of 2021, I played that song. Did you yep. really? And we were demonetized for it, so I took that hit for you, kid. <laughs> Um, it was worth it. Uh, it's a it. cover. It's ineligible. It's a it's cover. It's not a cover. <laughs> yeah, it's it's more than a cover. It elevates. It's a lifestyle. Uh, let's see. I would say Green Knight, but Kyle hates Green Knight, so that's fine. Um, the opening cutscene yeah, to Mario Golf. Wait, Super Hanson, you liked Green Knight? That I did like, like a Hanson movie. Really? Yeah, I liked it yeah. a lot. I mean, to be, I don't hate it. I don't want that out there. I just was underwhelmed by it. Okay, very pretty. Right. That's fine. Um, yeah, okay. <clears throat> Uh, if I could have the floor, um, okay. I will. Uh, uh, look, I'm making sounds because I don't know how I feel about it in this category. But I will. I will put. I will put. Get back the Beatles documentary on here for something that okay. has really had an impact on me this year. Um, Leo, have you watched Get Back yet? Not yet. Oh, do you think? I will for it, sure. Okay. Again, is, Hanson, I've watched half of it. Yeah, and. <laughs> Is it? Oh, it's I, I, I love the Beatles. It it's makes me fun. really upset that I don't have Beatles rock band uh, nearby and <laughs> yes. it costs millions of dollars on eBay. Yes. Um, it's 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 good. It's really interesting. It's like it's it's very much for super fans. I feel like like it's this opportunity to just see the Beatles hanging out. Um, that is I actually weirdly and this isn't a, this isn't me trying to knock it off as a potential candidate. Yeah, I found it quite stressful um, at times. Because I really don't like seeing the Fab Four argue with each other, and it made me feel bad <laughs> sometimes <laughs> to see them really genuinely arguing. Uh, weirdly, I did not expect to feel that way watching it, but there's this before George Harrison leaves in the first part, and Paul McCartney's like really trying to get everyone together, yeah. and they're upset, and Lennon's just quietly in the corner, and Harrison is like, I'm not trying to make you mad. Like, I was like, I felt like I was you know, uh, a bystander, someone having an argument at like a restaurant or something. I was right. like, I don't want to be here. This makes me feel bad. Oh, I, <laughs> I love being at the restaurant when people are getting into it. I'm like, you hear <laughs> this over here. Yeah. Like, Stop talking to me. I'm that, trying to listen. That is a miraculous thing. And it's so weird to call it like a greatest work of art. Cause like the, the work of art is the idea of just this stuff being surfaced less so than the editing in this document documentary specifically. Cause it, it's not even a singular documentary. It's just, it is uh, uh episodic run. It is so surreal to have 50 years later, 60 years later, how long has it been? 1970, I can't do math. 50 years later, to just have this moment of, by the way, here's eight hours of basically hanging out with the Beatles. You know that band that you've had a million think pieces about, the most important band of the 20th century, and everybody has an opinion about how they broke up and what the ending was like. Here's just eight hours of them interacting choke on that world and it's front and center on disney plus just john lennon making testicle jokes for eight hours it is just so bizarre no, to have this no there's only a couple in there but i really appreciate it. like what a weird thing on disney plus like john lennon making ball jokes but um i really really loved it um it's it's so weird too you know in this covid era to it has made me really nostalgic for just like hanging out with friends, which I know I probably should do and technically could do with certain friends and stuff now, but it's just so weird to see these incredibly important artists just hanging out. And the point of this documentary is to celebrate that. And there's just such fascinating things that you would never think if you're just a fan of history, you would never think you'd get, which is like John and Paul. And I'm not even a huge Beatles super fan. 
I am a super fan of Beatles rock band, but just having this scene where it's like John and Paul saying like, Hey, we got to talk about this George Harrison, leaving the band stuff and George's role in the band. Let's just go in the kitchen and talk about it for a while. And they weren't aware that the film crew there had hit a mic in the flower pot. And so that we have a completely unguarded conversation between these two Titans talking about George Harrison and the band overall unearthed in 2021 is just amazing. Um, seems a little intrusive. A little I mean, intrusive. Bouncing off me right now. <laughs> I guess yeah. I, mm, I don't know if we want to count those, think about those layers, but yeah, there were always those questions of like when people are, aren't around to talk about how they're working. Yeah. All that's well, Yoko signed off on it. So if it's good enough for Yoko Ono. It's good enough for me. Um, so I really love it. Ooh, I'm like, this is so wrong. Let me turn it up. <laughs> like I just, yeah. Who has this next one on here? Uh, I put WandaVision on there. Uh, yeah, Wanda, I, you know, Disney Plus reminded me of that, like, hey, there's Marvel stuff. And, like, what's the best Marvel thing from this year? I think WandaVision, by and large, uh, with maybe an argument to be made for Loki as well. Hang on. Um, I think- yeah, this one, it, WandaVision really surprised me. I um, This is the year I really got into Marvel stuff at a deeper level. Um, unsurprisingly, I've watched, you know, Endgame and all that jazz, like, as of late. But now I'm like, okay, I'm, this is this is what I do. I'm tuning in every week, even though I don't want to tune in every week. This is how they designed it, whatever. And I'm hanging out with people and I'm talking about the show. And I think with WandaVision, when I first heard the pitch of, it's going to be a bunch of different decades and TV eras. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I and mean, I didn't really think much of that other than like, oh, an interesting gimmick. Maybe there'll be some fun nostalgia. But it was so much deeper than that. I think it was just such a, a great uh, examination without giving too much away, if you haven't watched it for some reason, of um, grief. And uh, and mourning, and it really, what I like, when the MCU is at its best in the modern era, I feel like they are contextualizing things that they have long planted before. So really, it, it just made me gain an appreciation for both Wanda and Vision, and also their relationship and what that relationship really means. Because, yeah, you know, you know they have one, but it, and other things that end up happening with those two characters. But it's kind of like, yeah, things happened. It's sad, I guess. But right. then really, really looking at it and seeing um, what what vision meant to Wanda and, and what the lane she was willing to go through it. I think also I'm a big fan of disillusionment in media, like kind of playing with what is reality and not. Um, and I think this does it really well. I think there also was some moments of like playfulness in it. Um, yeah. Like I was just so engrossed on the mystery of that show totally, and also the execution of it. And I think the nods were really well done, like seeing, like the the freaking um you know Malcolm in the Middle montage opening for one of the episodes and then like it being kind of switching to Modern Family and it being all these other things and then attached to that watching the um I forgot what they called it but they're behind the scenes like documentaries they do mm. for it and seeing like the characters talk about you know these are things we learned as actors back when we were like taking classes in college and I'm like when am I gonna need to learn how to act on a sitcom. You know, and but here I am, finally using what I studied and 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 them doing it in front of a live audience and all learning all of that. Um, I just really appreciate the hell out of that show, and I think it was really good. Yeah, I forgot that it was this year. That seems crazy to me, but yeah, it's definitely my fart favorite. Uh, it's my fart favorite uh, Marvel TV series. Um, I really, really loved it, especially like that first episode. If you just want to zoom in just on that first episode, I think it's absolutely a contender. As always, Sarah Pajorski, the floor is yours. I put our, I put Arcane on here because yeah. I think people would be upset if we didn't at least touch on it. Um, because the art really is really good. The fight scenes look amazing. Um, I just think it's, you know, very good. I wouldn't call it a greatest work of all time, but I would Ooh. call it a greatest work of 2021. Okay. Does it count as the greatest work of all time for 2021? You know what? Yeah. If that makes you feel wow. better. Okay. It does. 
Solid. Um, anything else going on here? Uh, I would love to shout out Leo's favorite YouTube videos of the year. Yeah, what do you got, man? Um, my favorite is called Life Hacks in 2021 Are Ridiculous by Ro Ramden. Ro Ramden is the number one YouTuber to watch right now. She, I cannot believe her subscriber count. It's just going to fly off, and you're going to be there and say... My baller shoes only at 50,000. Did I spell that correctly? Ro Ramden? Uh, with an I. I'll get that for you. Thank you. Okay. And, and then runners up are Jeanette McCurdy, How Hollywood Controls the Child Actor from Internet Impact. That's like a completely full quality documentary available on YouTube with so much research and so much behind the scenes about how child actors are treated in the context of Jeanette McCurdy from iCarly. Huh. And I learned a lot from it. Very moving. Uh, type it out, man. People want to find that. Okay. All and right. then uh, also runner-up uh, from Dijon, spelled like the mustard. He's been putting out new music videos, starting with playing the first song from my first album. And watching those in order is a wonderful experience, but it's still ongoing. Nice. But those are my picks. Love it. Jeff, um, what do you think, man? Um, I'm liking Radiohead, even though I haven't seen it. But you guys sold me. I mean... It's also, right, it feels a little weird picking an actual art thing for greatest work of art of all time. Yeah, that um, wasn't part of the but, deal. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, it feels like Inside is a contender. Uh, yeah, I like Inside. <laughs> we already knew that you liked Inside, Kyle. Um, anything else? A contender? Anybody else want to fight hard for any of these? I think we should fight hard for horsey, 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 but now I think you don't like horsey, horsey, horsey because of what it did. I, and I think now you have an inherent bias against horsey, horsey, horsey. It is true. I've never been scared of a YouTube link before, but now I'm scared of whatever monstrosity of a virus you sent me with that horsey, horsey, horsey link. Um, even though I, I didn't consume it, I like what Leo said about the Hollywood controls uh, by the child act, how Hollywood controls the child actor. That mm. just sounds really interesting. Yeah. Again, I don't know it. I guess it's, I can't really fight for it, but yeah. I did I did like that mention and that nod, and I feel like it's different than what else is on here. It's true. Leo, what would, yeah, you, what would you put for the top two? Um, I, I think the Jeanette McCurdy one is a, is a great pick. I would certainly stand by that. Inside, the only reason I wouldn't put up there is self-conscious reasons of people thinking it's an obvious pick or whatever. Mm. <laughs> so recognizing that, it's like, yeah, it is my favorite piece of art from this year, probably. Yeah, what are, what are we, scared of the internet? We don't need to be scared. We can be ourselves. We can embrace no, what we want. I know because I have a Discord of nerds. Shots to the nerds out there. I know you're all listening. Oh, yeah. And people in my life like love listening to that album. Like, yeah. like people have listened to the hell out of it. And I think, too, it's been a big part of like internet culture, which doesn't mean that it having more reach doesn't mean you're a more impactful work of art. But I think I've seen a lot of people take to it. Like, I think it's very relatable. Like I think inside's cool. Cause it has something to say that I think a lot of us had within us, but can't really voice. And yes. I think that's what good art does. I totally um, hear you. To give a voice to, like thoughts that you can't articulate yourself. Absolutely. Um, Sarah, did you see inside? Did you have thoughts on that? Yeah, I liked it. Oh, I was, the songs were stuck in my head for a very long period of time. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, the jump musically from his previous special is unbelievable. <laughs> like the composition and inside is amazing. <laughs> is this our list? I mean, Arcane is definitely third. I like it on that on that list. Uh, just to respect uh, 
Sarah and everybody in the chat screaming. Uh, we all like that. WandaVision and Beatles, I think, are certainly up there. Uh, hmm. Chug Jug with You is up there. Horsey, Horsey, Horsey is uh, sort of de facto winner. But all right. Maximum winner for the greatest work of art of all time in 2021. Bold claim. Inside by Bo Burnham on Netflix. Minimum. Radiohead's Kid Amnesia exhibition from Epic, which is it, that's only PS5, Kyle? NPC. Uh, NPC. PC, yeah. Okay, cool. Totally free. Hey, that's it, everybody. That's all the categories. Heroes. Woo! Everybody here. Thank you so much, everybody Woo! watching us live. Thank you, thank you so much, everybody watching us right now. It's live for you, listening to us right now. It's live for you. Thank you for your support this year. This has been fun. And lest you forget, let's take a stroll down memory lane here. Best thing for 2021. Maximum is the invasion system in Deathloop. Minimum, best thing in 2021, the grapple shot in Halo Infinite. Dumbest thing. Maximum, no music and life is strange true colors if you're a streamer. Minimum is Ubisoft NFTs, the bits and quartz of it all. Biggest news for 2021, maximum is the Activision Blizzard abuse snowballs. Minimum, the GameStop meme stock. What a stupid industry. <laughs> the, game, <laughs> the game we all agree is probably good, but we didn't play. Maximum, Shin Megami Tensei 5. Minimum is Lost Judgment. Best character, maximum is Celine from Returnal. Minimum is Chicory, the main character there. Um, best moment, maximum, Before Your Eyes, the ending. Minimum is Life is Strange True Colors, the flashbacks. The greatest work of art of all time for 2021, maximum inside from Bo Burnham, minimum Radiohead's Kid Amnesia exhibition. Jeff, how do you feel? I feel great. You feel I'm wonderful. not angry. That's I'm always not angry the best either. sign. It's what's <laughs> we'll always walk away not angry at each other. So. It is fascinating to go into things. Everyone. I love it because I go in and in my mind I'm like, Samus is such a lock. There's no universe where Samus isn't taking character of the year this year. Because I think it was kind of a weaker year overall for characters, if I may be so bold. Um, and then you're always surprised. You're always surprised where you have to check yourself and realize we're all part of a greater whole, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Leo Vader. All right. Yeah. Sarah, how the easy part's over? It really is. Yeah. Sarah, how'd you feel about this journey? I feel like I need to go lay down for a bit. Yeah. It'd be nice. Or how about we come back and do it all tomorrow where we really get into it by creating the two tens and actually start debating the best games of the year. Uh, so it'll be Thursday and Friday when we're recording those. You can watch us live at the Backstage Past here. Otherwise, uh, we'll be rolling that out over the next couple of weeks in this feed, either on YouTube or in your favorite podcast app, all that fun stuff. But Janet, you feeling ready for the next leg of this journey? Yeah, should be fun. Hell yeah. Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon for letting this whole thing run for our third, third annual awards show, right? Isn't that crazy to think about, Kyle and Jeffem? Yeah, it's wild. It is weird. But thank you to everybody um, at the $50 tier. Oh, yes, Leo, I'm sorry. Yes. I, th- I we There is no reason not to try Horsey, Horsey, Horsey again, right? You know? We just start leaving if it doesn't work anyway, so may as well just give it one more shot, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, let's try it one more time. Um, and and it... that way the $50 supporters get to hear their names multiple times. Yeah, that's a smart again idea. Again and again and again, yeah. Hang on. 
I don't think it's doing it. Here's horsey, 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 everybody, as we thank everybody at the $50 tier. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. Goes a little something like this. Okay, it's loading into it. Horsey, 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 horsey. Thank you so much to Patrick Pope. Oh, no, we've made a mistake. Of course, another Eden's Chrono Cross crossover. Andrew Eukerwitz, Oppa Switch on Xbox, Shakes True King Music, Chris, Fixture Gaming's Fixture S1, I am 8-Bit, DivergeCoffee.com, Zachary Pliggy, Ludwig Roque, Andrew Valla, Beatdown Brian, PrettyGoodPrinting.com, Jawar Hello, Mr. Nomer, John Higby, Drew Warana, Steve Bamdad, Clemens Zobel, Purebred number six, Starkiller, Spider Dan, Spiral in Your Eyes, Pritham Yar Legata, General AD 99, and Ron with two N's. Thank you so much, everybody. Be good, have fun, let's go! Horsey, 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 horsey,